podcast starring your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, and his co-host, Adam Schubert, Doom, and Julian Navarre. Look, fellas, we got a lot to get into today, so whenever you're ready, Lyndon, take it away, brother. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy D-Wits, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. B-Gang is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 121. I am joined, as always, by the... Wait, I, I'm calling him just co-host right now because he guest hosting. Shout out to my guy. We joined by Mr. Doom. Doom, how you doing, bro? Good, man. What's good? Can't complain. Just chilling. Just chilling, watching some basketball. I got some stuff to talk about at the end of this, though. Get you a little excited for next week. But other than that, that's about it, man. Just cooling. How you doing in in, uh, in Vegas? Man, cooling. Doing a lot of working, but we chilling. That's what's up. That's, do you ever... I feel like you don't go mess with the Vegas scene like talking about. I used to a lot, man. I've been here for like five years already, so it's kind of... Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. The strip not really the move for me no more, man. Okay, like, but when you first got out there, that was the wave. Oh, yeah. It was every weekend when I first got out there. <laughs> I'm tired of that. Okay, 100%. 100%. Adam Schubert will be joining us later for Bros Who Ball. My guy will be there along with Julian. So we will be doing that at the end of the pod, talking NFL and college football. But first, me and Doom got to talk a, a couple of things, man. Look, because you're a father, I wanted to ask you this first off, first question. How did you feel about that the mom whipping child video that went viral last week? She was out of pocket. I'm gonna tell you why. One, because that was way too intense for that dude's age. Like he yeah. was too young for her to be like checking him up like that. You know what I mean? And then two, she did it in front of like all the teachers and the other students and shit. Like that was just it was all out of pocket to me. Everything, man. The whole like. Look, my mom, I, I'm not going to lie, I got whipped, but I ain't get whipped on my shoulder, on my stomach. My mom whipped me on my legs and my ass. Like, that, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was it. Like, she she didn't care where that belt hit. That belt could have hit that nigga in the face. She wasn't, Facts, she, bro. like, yeah. that, that was crazy. Just, that was way too intense for his, his age group, bro, because I feel like when you that young, you still making mistakes that you don't know what you're doing. Like, it's different when you get older and, like, you doing dumb shit, but you know it's dumb shit. You know what I mean? But like yeah. he was still what uh, he would look like maybe five or six. Yeah, like, like I get I get yeah. that, you know, they get a little crazy at that age, but you still at that spot where it's like you not you not grown. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, you're using was, a logical mind. You still got a kid mind. Like let up, let up. Teach them the right way. Don't don't do that. At most he was in the first grade kindergarten, like yeah, he's still supposed to, you know, be hyperactive and st- like that's that's that age group. And you could tell how bad it was from the teacher's face. She was just like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have called this lady. Yeah, for real. She she ended up feeling bad that she let the mom know. Like yeah, now right. I, I feel like the teacher's going to be in the future like they if he start acting up, they're going to try to step in and like parent him a little bit just to avoid oh, him having to deal with that. Because she, you know, on- she was way out of line. On top of all of that, the teachers have a responsibility from their job and from the state. This woman had to get uh, re uh, investigated by not only child services but the cops. Oh shit! 
Yeah, great. like like child services is one hundred percent investigating, and she had to take down her Facebook. She tried to delete the video, but of course, she don't have like the income to get it deleted off the internet. Like you know how if right. something happened to Drake or something happened to like a, yeah. uh, they could get that off. No, that shit's still around. But she deleted everything off her profile. So child services is investigating her and the the police. So she, not only might she lose her child from child services or have some go to counseling or whatever, she might go to jail. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. Jail might be a little too extra, but like I could definitely see the investigation. You know what I mean? Because I, like, I don't remember me, if I, I could be tripping, but I don't think she actually like really hit him fucked up. She was just verbally saying some crazy shit. She was that well. Was, that was what abuse was. The abuse to me was more the verbal and like the the way she was parenting him was like, yo, you can't you can't scare the shit out of a child like that. No, I agree with that. Uh, only thing I could say physical wise was when that she only did it like once when that belt went across that nigga's shoulder and his chest. I was like, oh yeah. no, yeah, that's she's she slave beating him. But yeah, man, I just wanted to bring that because I know you have a daughter and like I know that shit's close. Like that shit means a lot to you and f like that shit just blew me blew my mind. Yeah, and the crazy sure. thing is that was one of the things that the internet all agreed on. Yeah, but I'm like I'm still on the other end where I feel like. You can't. I'm always looking for a solution other than taking a child away from the parent, though. Yo, no, because like too. nobody gonna because you could get it fucked up. Like she got a bad method of parenting. Don't get me wrong, I ain't saying that. But somebody that care about you is only gonna take it to that level. You yeah. know what I mean? She just don't know how to channel that care. She don't know how to how to show him that she actually cared by actually teaching them and shit. You know what I mean? She just don't know that. That's why but I I'm think saying, counseling is a better Exactly. Better I think option. I think they could have something to like with somebody sit down and tell her like, nah, there's there's another way you can do this shit. You know what but I mean? But don't you let her gotta... get if she if she do it again though, then it's like oof. Well yeah, that's that's a different story. You know what I mean? But I I think nine times out of ten it's like people like that, like you could tell these hood niggas, you know what I mean? So like people that if that's all you ever seen you don't really know that there's a other way because you was parented like that. Your your sister, your brother got the same shit. Your cousins all yeah. got yelled at like that. So if you come up seeing that shit, you just think that's how it go. You know and what I mean? Nine times like, out of ten, they didn't leave their city. They didn't leave their hood like yeah, you saying. Uh, and that's all they know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That's why I hope it's constant because I'm with you. I don't want I don't want to see the lady go to jail or lose her child. But yeah, because that's that's that's, that's that's definitely important, bro. You gotta like, cause I feel like nobody gonna care for that kid like his mom do, even though that was fucked up. But you gotta think everybody make mistakes, or everybody got a certain little spot in their life where they could be a little bit better at. Maybe parenting just her area. You know what I mean? Like somebody could teach her, let her know, like, all right, that ain't how you that ain't supposed move. to interact with your child. You know what I mean? They got a they got a better way to do it. You know no, what I mean? I, I feel like she she at least try to put the effort. And like you said, if she fucked up again, then that's when, you know, something got to happen if, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's a normal thing. But she might have just lost her cool, bro. Because that's, yeah. that's, that is embarrassing, bro, when, like, you feel like your kid making it look like you don't try to show them the yeah, right shit. You don't raise them the right way. You know what I mean? And then you got to go in it because you got a picture that's just a person in front of a bunch of people embarrassed. So she probably felt like, yo, I got to show up. Let these niggas know, like, Yo, I'll I be on his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that not better. the way. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's yeah, definitely not the way. Oh, but, but I, I feel like that's what she was doing for sure. 
100%. Next up, we got another parent that's... Okay, last week we talked about this, but we didn't... There was a whole nother side of this. And on top of the whole other side, T.I. got more problems with his, his daughter and followed him on Instagram, unfollowed him on Twitter, and then the, the comments he made about his wife, basically he said that whenever I get home, whatever it is, when I want to have sex, my wife knows it's time to have sex, and then if I mess up, you know, I just fix it, but my wife know I'm the dominant force, and what I say go, I was just like, whoa, in 2019? Yeah, that's enough, like, look, my girl, she already know, like, like, that shit not popping off. Like <laughs> my girl, yeah. my my girl tells me when we have sex. I don't tell her. Like that's yeah. that's just yeah. facts. Like if not my ass is is, is by myself for that. You know what I mean? Like she tells me. So it's like she run that that side of the relationship. Everything else is like equal. But when it comes to that's her body. You can't control yeah. what yeah, that woman want to sure. do with your body. Go use your hand, my nigga. Like, yeah, like a normal bro. nigga would. <laughs> I think his problem is, bro, he just too much of a control freak. Yeah. And he, he don't see that that's problematic. Because, like, I get what he thinking. Because, you know, every man want to feel like, yo, I know the best way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my way is the I'm way the that's going. i king gonna... of my house. Yeah. Like, th this is what's going to lead us to all the shit we want. Just trust me and my plan. But for certain shit. You especially when it comes to like women and their bodies, because that's that's the same situation for his wife and his daughter. Yes, the, he trying yeah. to control they they bodies, what what he feel like they should and shouldn't be doing. But when it comes to that kind of thing, like yo, you don't really have a decision. Like <laughs> you just don't. Like I'm sorry, my nigga. Like I don't give a fuck if it's your wife, if it's your daughter. Like that's not really your decision. I know. Like, it's, it's like I get it if your daughter's under like. Look, 16, I, I think if your daughter's 16, you could be a parent that doesn't want her to have sex. But my thing is, if you be too overbearing, she's just going to do it anyway. I think there's a way to handle it, and I just don't think he well, handled it the right way. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and that's the thing, though, because you got to think, bro, when you was that age, oh yeah, no. your parents <laughs> would give you hella fucking lectures on this is what you should be doing, this is what you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. at that age, you just like, man, fuck that shit. I'm wildin'. Like, we, we lit, nigga. Fuck that. <laughs> like, nobody give a fuck about that. And that's just the way life go. You know what I mean? You won't learn until you put yourself in certain situations. And I also so learned like, through, through, like, not to cut you off, just, just to add to your point, it's like, the people, like, I'm with you. My mom didn't give me lectures the whole time, but I bet the same with your parents. They weren't up your ass like letting you not go nowhere oh, yeah. not letting you do nothing I, the people that are the control like look man now my mom and dad would always say this in college like the parents that w when we was in high school the parents that was the most uptight they kids wilded the fuck out when they got out oh. when they got out the house bro and that shit is facts like i didn't see that shit happen oh that's 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 real life and i'm saying that's why when you give them the freedom to learn from actual life you know what i mean and and just guide them the right way yeah you get a whole better result than just telling somebody don't do this because i said don't do it you know what i mean like no, that, that's not it, she gonna she gonna look lessons. at her dad like fuck that you're not respecting yeah. me so i'm gonna do what you mm -hmm. said not to do just for the fuck of it and, just because you're not respecting no niggas in them dms <laughs> yeah bro exactly <laughs> I'm saying even don't if, I don't even know how she looked, but even if she wasn't bad, the fact that she T.I. daughter, nigga's gonna be at her top. Oh yeah, because they trying to get that money. Facts, like, bro. like big. Facts. Wait, let me let me look her up. 
her name Naja Harris. Let me see. Oh, not oh no, they now they giving me the NFL running, they giving me the Alabama running back. I don't want that nigga. I'm, I'm trying to see T.I. daughter. Yo, oh, De- is her name Deja? Yeah, that's her name. Deja Harris. Let's see how yo, she not she's not an ugly female. Like I can see niggas being at her head top. For yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying just the fact that she T.I. daughter. Regardless of how she look, it boosts her up two points. You know oh, I mean? for sure. But then, but, but being how she look, how she look, that's just a, that's just an added bonus. Yeah. Because <laughs> niggas trying to get the, like, look, we're going to talk about another story, but niggas in 2019 are just disgusting, bro. Niggas trying to get the bags. Niggas are doing dumb shit. Like, it is just wild in these streets. Like, oof. And then the, the wife thing, look, if his wife, she, I, the daughter, I, I feel why. She can't step out as much, and she's doing the most she can now. Cause I mean, she's his daughter. But the wife, look, I can't do nothing for you, girl. You you gotta you gotta get out of that situation yourself. You yeah, <laughs> you a grown See, and, ass woman. And that's why I wasn't even really tripping on uh, the wife situation. Is cause if she ever felt like she was too disrespected, she could always step. Yeah, you know what I mean, facts. and get half that nigga shit. <laughs> yep. So you know, and and what's crazy is the way the shit's set up is almost a reward for a woman to step. Mm-hmm. Like once you married to a rich nigga, it's almost like okay, I I don't have to actually be with this nigga, and I can still take all his money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like why I see why would... niggas use prenups. Like <laughs> you got yeah. to if you're in that situation. But yeah, no, I can't say nothing about that. Like that shit is just like you you should step, girl. And I'm with I'm with the women on Twitter. Also, one thing that was weird to me. And I know, I, I guess it was a controversy, but if I'm that podcast, I apologize to my fans, but I'm not taking that episode down. You, nah, only, take, you, you only take episodes down if it's like sexual, if it's like real shit. Like, that's not real shit. Like, I'm keeping that up. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I think they was just worried that it made them look away. Because I don't think... Oh, when, yeah, because they were women when, la- they were laughing at the... They were yeah, laughing at everything like, saying, true. Because you, you know how it, how it go, man, when... when Black Twitter as a whole decide that you foul, they getting you the fuck out of there, bro. So I could see him, I could see him saying like, "All right, we we might not disagree with what we did, but we gotta apologize and take that shit down because they gonna, they gonna kill our ass." See, I'm with the apology. I definitely think they should have. Well, it, uh, it I guess you're right for the sense that they were laughing and making light of the situation, and. Yeah, I see why. I'm, like, I'm not though. Like me, I feel like if it was my podcast. Oh, yeah, we're you not have that everybody shit. trying to kill me. I don't give a fuck. Like, I feel how I feel, nigga. Like, if you yeah. don't feel how to, like, fuck that. Yeah, you we, know what we, I mean? Like, letting it rock, bro. Like, that's just how it is. Like, cause I, honestly, I, bro, if they would have doubled down on their shit, I could already tell you what was going to happen. Yo, I was tuning into that quick. next fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> but they ain't do that. So I fuck that. I don't even know who podcast that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That wasn't expeditiously. I think it was Miguel's wife. So it's like, Yo, oh yeah, I, know, I did hear that. I did hear I, that. I know you're Miguel's wife and y'all are paid, but I know you're trying to get your own little bag here. You should have kept that shit up, girl. Had, like you had the perfect opportunity. I would have doubled down on that shit. But I'd have started but, attacking me, everybody. That's a good conversation for all right. I'm all of, of bad press. No press is bad press, but it comes down to another thing. Does that does that give them in like I wouldn't have taken it down because it's not it's not like something that's a crime. Like I'll take down podcasts if you tell me my guest is like had sexual assault or had some shit like that. I'll take that shit down because I don't fuck with that shit. Like fuck that shit, nigga. I'll take it down and I'll apologize for it because I didn't know. 
But for something like that, for us having a conversation, that's a difference of opinion. Like, whatever. Like, that's how he raised his kid. I can say, like, yo, I might not fuck with that. Exactly. But, like, but we keeping that shit up there. My thing is, do you think that they felt it was an integrity thing? I mean, I guess that's the only thing I could see. But I, I think what it really boiled down to is they was just scared of being in that, canceled. Or they yeah. were scared of being known in that negative light. And that's I think they what looked I was at it like, oh, shit, well, now we forever going to be that podcast that had T.I. on here talking crazy. They didn't want to yeah. be known for that, which I could respect. But I'm still like, yo, like you said, it's not illegal to want to check on your kid and do all that crazy shit. But... You know what I mean? You entitled to your opinion. Like you should yeah. be able to feel how you want to feel. Like you ain't hurting nobody. Exactly. Well, I mean I, I, that. I'm but that is the debatable part, though, because apparently his daughter is feeling some type of way. Oh, she one hundred percent. That is. that changed it for me. You know what I mean? Because now I feel like okay, your actions is fucking somebody else up. And I do think it's nuts that he even said that publicly That's about his daughter. Like, yo, all that shit. None of this shit would have happened. And he, I feel like. He was trying to be smart and funny, especially because he threw that expeditiously at the end, which is his yeah. podcast name. I felt like yeah. he was trying to be cute. And like, bro, there's some shit that you just don't have to say. I know we said this last week, but you just don't have to say certain things on the Internet. Like, yeah. there's some things that I will never talk about. Like, I just won't. Like, it, it's like not that like I'm it's, it's not that I'm scared to talk about it. It's just like, nah, dog, some shit stay at my house. Like, like, like not everything right. is for the world to see. And I don't even think that because like I feel like if you want to share personal shit, that's fine. But let it be about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now that's she gotta thing. walk around with people looking at her a certain way because you shared that information. You know what I mean? And now mm -hmm. she can't just be Deja Harris. She gotta be oh shit, that's the girl Ti wouldn't let do shit. She get her homie checked every year. Don't fuck with her. You know what I mean? Like that's. That's the kind of shit she got to deal with now. She got to walk around with that shit every day. Now he just gets to go do expeditiously and talk a bunch of bullshit <laughs> not be worried about nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where it get fucked up for me. Like, how he raised his kid is one thing, but you didn't even consider how your I'll own feel, child yeah. would feel. You know what I mean? Like, that's where it's fucked up. Nah, you absolutely right with that because we're in the age of social media. Like, yeah, they definitely got people in her thing. Like, on either both sides, just saying shit all day long. And it's like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, I didn't ask for this shit. That's facts. 100%. Well, we got one more topic about parents before we jump into music. This is another one I got to ask you about. YG showing his daughter weed and saying it was broccoli. And that little girl was like three. Like, she, he was making her smell it. I, look. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like, that's, look, I, I think we should be legal and everything, but, like, nah, that nigga, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's that's crazy, bro. Because you know that's, like, not the kind of shit that should be introduced to some kid. Yeah. Like, like, you just know that. You just know that. I don't give Yo. a fuck who you are. Like, you should know that. So that's that's bad on him. And then for him even letting that get out. Again, Yo, and he thought it was cute. He was like, like yeah, she's smelling it laughing, thinking it's broccoli. Like, what your high ass thought that was the move? I, I I just don't know what'd be wrong with niggas, bro. It must be a thing where you <laughs> get money and you just think you could do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that shit, like, I feel like, because he running a brand. You know what I mean? He got his mm -hmm. whole thing that he do. Anything that risks the brand without some kind of reward. Because, like, okay, you put that out there. Like, what do you get from that? Nothing. But you risked it all. Like, niggas is judging you and who you are. Off of that one video, even 
like let's not even say that it's right or wrong just running the risk of people debating that it is like fuck that it didn't bring you no good nigga don't post that shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean just live your life bro in your crib but I guess that's the trash thing about being a celebrity. You got to, like, live on social media. Like, you got to. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, like, I, I think it just... I just think niggas are dumb and don't know how to play it right. Like, like look at how, for example, Drake runs social media. Nigga, that, that, it, the most we'll get is, like, an, a, a, a picture of Adonis' foot. Like, that's yeah. the most... That's yeah. the most we're going to get to that nigga's like maybe 10 years old. Then we might see him. All we're going to get is feet pics, cakes. Like, look at Rihanna. We, we nigga, we only saw Blue Ivy because the paparazzi got, got out to him. Like, ho, yeah. Beyonce, it's not just Drake. Like, that's Ma- Kendrick. Jake, we don't know what J. Cole's wife look like. I still don't know. Yeah. And that, yeah. bro, that's a smart move. Like, that's the kind of shit, bro, like... I gotta respect. Like, that's one thing about J. Cole. It's not even necessarily, like, his rapping, but what make him so elite of a nigga is how he move. Like, he moves I fuck amazing. with, bro, I fuck Kendrick with everything too. he do, bro. It's just, like, he he just enough in the industry to get the bag, but he out of it enough where he can still be a regular nigga, if that makes sense. No, I'm with you. Like, and that's bro, something I think other artists might need to pick up and we'll get to that a little bit yeah. later and and you could tell like the way he moved is the kind of energy he get back bro like picture he was he was in vegas like i want to say this was maybe like a year and a half ago and i was at the casino playing blackjack bro and picture i'm with my boy and he tapped me and he like yo that's that's j cole manager i'm like nigga no it's not how you know and he was like oh i just watched his documentary that's when he dropped the yeah. documentary and he, i guess he they were showing i still ain't see it but they fucking talking about, um, he talking about Eve. Yeah, Ibrahim. Yeah. So we sitting there playing blackjack right next to that nigga. So they start chopping it up and just talking. And they start talking money shit. And you know, they we just playing cards, like talking, chopping it up with this nigga. Bro, J. Cole just rolled by like a hoodie and sweats with like three it four wouldn't niggas. have known if it wouldn't you know have known I mean? if it like, was if it was anybody yeah, else. Bro, like he just and I'm just like it blew my mind that he was able to like the level of celebrity he is because he like he a-list rapper bro oh yeah but, it's arguable top three like like we say top three of this generation yeah bro and like people people showed him love like they realized who he was like don't get me wrong it wasn't like he was just walking by and niggas was like oh that's just some regular nigga like niggas knew who he was but no, it's like he wasn't him. yeah he wasn't attracting the kind of nigga that like would run up to him yelling in his face asking for an autograph and shit like it was just all love and i was just like yo that's crazy that he like that big of a dude and he could still move normal because yeah. you gotta think like if somebody like like a uzi or somebody walk into somewhere like it's a bunch of oh we saw kids running blood. up like yeah. kids going crazy you know what i'm saying but it wasn't like that for cole which was crazy and that's and that's pretty dope to say about Cole. We might as well get into this conversation now, and might as well just do both of them, and then we'll do the music review because everything else is is not necessarily music related. First one, I didn't feel like talking about this because I don't think this is a big deal at all. I, I just want to I want to talk about how he handled it. Drake getting booed. I thought the way he handled it was awesome, and that's something that we see Nicki Minaj fail at time and time and time and time again. Instead of like in in Hers is in a different way, but instead of embracing the hate and just being like, it's humble. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a just, I'm a bounce back. You know, just having that, it's humbling. Like it's all, it's whatever. Jokes about it. Nikki gets all upset and everything. And I know it's different situations, but I just wish 
she would act like a superstar. You know, if, if that makes sense. Because, like, Drake handled that like a superstar. Yeah. Which he is. I'm going I'm to tell you why the way he handled it was perfect. It's because the way he said it was still... He was saying, nigga, fuck y'all. Yeah, he but was. But <laughs> he did it without making a scene or losing his cool. You know what I mean? Like, he literally was just like, nigga, we could keep it going if y'all want. Yeah, they, kept, they kept booing. He was like, all right, my name is Drake. I'll fuck with y'all. And you <laughs> know they was just booing because they was like, oh, what this nigga going to do? We want to see Frank. And, and then, then it was Drake only got like a the certain stage. section. And then yeah, everybody bro. else started booing just because, like, if yeah, you watch bro. the videos, you hear it straight from the front. And then the nigga in the back was like, they booing? And then he, he was like, all right, fuck it, boo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, niggas is crazy, bro. And you know them niggas was hurt when Drake actually cut his set short. Oh, it was like fuck. Now we don't get to see Drake or Frank. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Fucked up all the shit. You know what I mean? Like Tyler was pissed because Tyler was getting his groove on. I don't know if you saw the video of Tyler dancing. Tyler. I did. I did. That shit was hilarious. Like, how you mad at feel no ways? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like how you mad at anything in this nigga yeah. discography, bro? I know. Like, I he know. got the perfect discography to go to a concert. Because this nigga could literally, he could do a five-song set, or he could do a fucking 40 song set. And the like, fact he was playing the to... B-sides, like, yeah, that bro. show cared about that, that show. Like, that show that, like, he wanted to, like, he felt that, that that fan base was an intellectual fan base and a fan base that respects music. He was playing the B-joints. He wasn't playing the starting front. Like, I get... And let me say this with with this. I don't get booing Drake, but I get the Flognog audience booing Drake if it's started from the bottom, uh uh hold on, we're going home. Just the hits. He came yeah. out with he came out with the B side. Like I ain't I haven't heard him perform Wu Tang forever since the Nothing Was the Same tour. And that was like halfway through the show. And then he went on a little break after that. So like to see him go off with like it was like, bro, y'all had a good y'all had a good opportunity. Yeah. And they fucked it up. But that was that was his Hit the perfect way to say, nah, fuck y'all. Like, I ain't, yeah. ain't got to deal with this shit. Nigga, I'm Drake. And you know Tyler I mean? handled like, it beautifully, too, and maintaining yeah. his relationship. Because I don't think Drake asked Tyler to say that. I think Tyler said that on his own half because he wanted to maintain relationship. But also the other half being like, yo, y'all kind of really pissed me off. Because y'all seemed in, y'all, he, the fan base was entitled, man. Like, yeah. he did not announce Frank. He did not have to bring Frank out. Like, yeah. if it's, it had it had question that. marks, but I think the the reason they were so upset is because I guess it was a rumor before the show that the question marks on the lineup was Frank, and I guess you know when enough people saying the same shit, you start to believe it. So they probably heard that, and it's like the whole fucking festival talking about oh it's gonna be Frank Ocean tonight. So niggas really thought it was Frank, and then it was Drake, and they like oh no, because it's like I feel him Frank. Frank, one of them them artists, bro, he don't drop often and he don't do shows often. So when you see him, you like, yo, I got to appreciate this moment because this nigga might not get on stage for another year. And you on know top what I mean? of that, like, <laughs> I, no, I'm with you. And on top of that, it's Flognaw in the past couple of, when you think of Odd Future Festival, you think no matter what, you're going to get Earl, uh, Damo, Taco, you're going to get the, the Odd Future dudes. And Frank is Odd, well, was Odd Future. Nah, yeah. he not an odd future no more. But well, it's I crazy. It's crazy how they all kind of went their separate way. I feel like they, they all kind of on a solo tip now. 
And I think the one that suffers the most from it, because like Damo's successive in his in his weed raps and California clothing line rap type deal where he's like he's kind of like the currency of our future, if that makes sense. Yeah. Earl's the one suffering the most. Yeah, for sure. Which and is some weird because I felt like he was he was like the second to Tyler. Oh, he was. I and thought then, like the he, whole time, like was. it was just like like obviously you knew Tyler was the main nigga, but out of the whole camp, like it was like nigga, we only checking for Tyler and Earl. Like Before these other Frank niggas came cool, one hundred percent. Like, but niggas was only checking for Tyler and Earl, so it kind of blew me that literally he since they kind of went their separate ways, he ain't hit on nothing. No, like, nothing's like, been solid. And like even their associates, like Vince Staples, having good time. Like yeah, everything bro. that was fucking with him was is doing kind of yeah. well right now. Vince, Vince, them found his own little lane. That nigga do festivals till he die, and them checks is crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. That nigga go perform fucking five, six songs, and, he and get make, his acting bag and make six figures, bro. Like that's that's crazy. That's a solid situation. Oh no, one hundred percent. Like <laughs> I wish I could be a festival artist, nigga. Huh. And speaking of people wishing they could be a festival artist and taking shit for granted, look, man, I get being an introvert and, like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But my thing is, if you put music out with the ambition to be an artist, you got to know everything that comes with it. If not, get your ass out the game. Like, you can't give us this classic album and expect us not to want a good show from you. I'm sorry, because it's not just the meet and greet shit with Summer Walker and her canceling tour dates and saying she's not going to be a touring artist no more. It's the fact that she's giving niggas bad shows. Yeah. And tried to, like, excuse it. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm, bro, I'm all for the mental health thing. Like, I'm I'm actually really big on that shit. Like, I feel like that, that type of message is important. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you can't charge people for a service or product and not deliver yeah you know what i mean like that's just that's just how it is that's just how life is like if you if you feel like your mental health is preventing you from doing that then don't do it you know what i mean don't do the mm-hmm. show don't like they was talking about the meet and greets and they were saying how like uh you know like you can't really expect anything like the the artist is meeting you that's all they gotta do but yeah, they, like, they give you terms in like the thing. It's like you get a handshake, you get a, a sh- maybe like a shirt or whatever merch they're giving away for free, and then you get like a hello, maybe a picture. Yeah, and I mean that all that that's that's cool and all, bro. But it's like I'm thinking if it was me in the artist spot, like obviously nobody is just comfortable with just talking to you know hundreds of random motherfuckers they don't even know. You know what I mean? But it's like mm-hmm. you know that these. Each individual person literally jam your shit so much that they feel like they know you. And that's you know my I mean? thing. That so is it's like, like huge for me. You got to treat them like you know them, even though you don't. Or not and, even that. Not even that. Just give them the respect because they took the time out of their day to listen to something you created. And they're the reason why you are right now. I know your talent is good and w- and whatnot, but without those people, you would not be a millionaire now. Right. Like, and that's my thing. Like, for example, and I know this is on a, su- a way smaller scale, but it's it's still the same premise. When me and Krista did our panel for Anime Talk, and people came up to us and was like, "Yo, we love Anime Talk. We love this." Me and Krista was setting up for the for the panel. We weren't gonna. We stopped our setup, sat down, 
talk to the talk to the fans to talk to them about their life talk to them about everything because without those people we wouldn't be doing this show like you got to give everybody the time of day and i get it you're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people well don't do a meet and greet like that's simple don't yeah. do one but you're trying or, to get the or, bread off it or don't take their money for it because you yeah. can't say oh we add an extra 80 dollars onto your ticket for a meet and greet and then you like not, you know what i mean you're not yeah. doing what you got to do for the meet and greet you know what i mean like because i'm all with it like i agree with her i'm saying like if you don't feel like fucking with people on that level that is fine that's your choice to make but don't charge them for it if you're not going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where I got the whole, like, okay, I can't respect what you're doing. Because, like, if I ever go to a show and I feel like they just completely jip me out of my money, I'm like, yo, I can't support this And I'm no tweeting more. about it after. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, I'm and not going to boo, but I'm going to tweet about your ass after. Bro, and that's facts. There was only one time I ever felt like that. I went to a famous deck show. And, bro, Ooh, this nigga. That was bad. Bro. <laughs> This nigga was so fucked up on, like, pills, whatever the fuck he was on, bro. He spent the entire set, like, on the floor. <laughs> the mic wasn't even near his mouth. Like, the beat just playing. And it got, like, his vocals kind of in the background. You know what I mean? And he not even rapping. Like, he just dancing, acting stupid and shit. Not even... He didn't even know what's going on. Like, you could tell the nigga didn't even know he was doing a show. Like, he was that fucked Yo, up. Oh, my nigga would see Famous Dex. And, like, I paid for that shit. And I'm like, all right, now I can't support nothing Famous Dex do. If I see this nigga drop a new single, fuck that shit. I ain't listening to that bullshit. Fuck Yo, Famous Dex. See, I was about to come say one of my experiences. Mine's not as bad as that. But I've had, I, there's two performers from performances that change how I view the artist. It, like, the first one was an artist I loved. After Monster. DS2, 56 Nights, Beast Mode, I'm like, yes, I want to see Future live. Future's a horrible live performer. As much as he makes good music, seeing Future live, you're hearing the audio track, he does his little bop, diddy bop, and then he doesn't sing all of his words. It's like, well, why am I watching you perform right now? It's not even a good show. And then the other one I had is Post Malone. Post Malone either needs to stop doing shows back to back to back because his voice is too raspy. And he forgets yeah. his words, and then he 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 doesn't he didn't perform the whole time. I went to see him at Voodoo. His you couldn't understand him. Voice was raspy. Wasn't saying all the words, and just in, ended the show early. So it's like, bro, if you're not up to snuff, don't perform. Yeah, I think that's his problem because he is a performer. Like I've seen, you know, obviously sets that you you really prepare for. Like if you on Saturday Night Live or some yeah. shit, you know, like okay, I gotta prepare show for out. this. Or if you you doing the Grammys or something like that. Like, you obviously bring your best showmanship to those. You know what I mean? And, like, he's one of the better performers that I've seen in the recent generation of niggas. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of creeping into that, that like, veteran status, which is crazy mm -hmm. to say. You know what I mean? But, because I honestly, bro, I didn't think he was going to be that kind of artist. Like, no, when he first yeah. came out with uh with the White Iverson. I thought he was like, going to be, like, SOMO. You remember that yeah. time? When Somo came to Lafayette and he had that one song. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, that's I, that's exactly what I thought yeah. Post Malone was gonna be. And I thought I thought he was gonna like like still make music and maybe catch another one, but I didn't think he was gonna be like what he this. is. Like, yeah. Honestly, bro, I look at him like okay, when when Post drop, the day is is done. Like, don't drop on the same day as Post. Oh, that's yeah, all don't. the fuck we listening to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. At least that's how I look at it. Cause his past what he on album number three now 
He just, he had like, Sto- he had Stony. Uh, Hollywood is bleeding, and then the first project, yeah, the, the, the little the mixtape. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm, I'm even forgetting Billy Bones and Bentley's. Yeah, he had yeah. the that's that's two. Uh, Stony was one, and then he had a little the mixtape before Stony was what I fucked with heavy. Like that yeah. shit, was, that shit was tough. But yeah, no man, our, our performances change the way you view artists. For example, Drake to me will always be top in in my top three because. That nigga can put on a shit like that's what that's what uh freaking flognog missed. That nigga yeah. knows how to put on a fucking show. J. Cole knows how to put on a fucking show. Travis Scott, my gosh, for all the young niggas, he is the best at like those dudes don't even Kendrick, like, knows how to put on a shit. When Kendrick did that whole kung fu shit for the uh Kung Fu Kenny album, and he had like the samurai outfit come, like, if you're not a good singer and you just rap and you find ways to make it interesting, that tells me you you care about your craft. Yeah. And one thing I give Travis Scott, bro, like, he do use, like, the auto-tune shit, like, on but his sound, live shows. His show, but he's his actually music singing different. that, though. Yeah. Like, it's not lip-syncing. You know what I mean? Like, I hate artists that do that shit where it's, like, either they not singing at all, or they have, like, the backup track where it's, and like... they try to do sing it crowd. And then, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, nah, bro. Like, perform your song. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, nigga, that's what we paid to see you perform the song. And like, another reason, on top of that, it's, it's basically the same reason you just said for Travis Scott, but his his live versions sound different than the studio versions. And when, yeah. he, when the background track's playing, he changes his cadences, and, there's, and Mike Dean adds actual live synths and, and starts jamming. Yo, sometimes I think that I like Travis Scott's live shit more than I like his studio Bro, shit. I was actually just talking about this recently. I was saying, like, you know how I know these new school performances is whack? Because it's like, back in the day, bro, like, you remember how, like, somebody would drop an album and then they would record a concert and drop, yeah. like, a live album and niggas yep. would go stupid for the live album. Like, because that was, like, the, last the, one to do that. the live vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nobody could even do that nowadays. Like I look at all these award shows and when niggas be performing and shit, I'm like, yo, this shit would sound ass if I was like riding around in the car listening to this. You know what I mean? Like that no, shit would be trash because this nigga not saying nothing. Like he not, not even performing all. his song. Literally, you know what J- I'm saying? J Cole was the last one to do it, and I think Travis is the only new guy that could do it and make it work. Cause like I agree with you. I remember Hove live live set album. Uh. There's so many. They that that was a thing of the late '90s, early 2000s. Do your live album. That's how you could get the bag again. But it's like it was a good bag because niggas actually put time and, and effort into that. Yeah, bro. And, and one more thing, bro. I went to a fucking uh currency show, and when I tell you, bro, like this nigga is the definition of a performer, like literally a hundred percent live. You know what I mean? Like it's Real. it's bro. He got a DJ like picking the beats and shit, but the nigga legit went out on stage. First, the show was crazy because before he even started performing, he set the fucking fire alarms off in the venue <laughs> so they wouldn't let him perform like while it was going off. Because they had like picture like the the actual fire trucks and shit showed up like the the fucking fire department actually had to be like, yo, we got to clear this shit safe before you could finish the show. That's how much weed smoke was in that bitch. Jesus. And then, uh, <laughs> crazy. And what's crazy is like weed is legal. So them niggas, 
like they wanted to be mad, but it was just like, ah, y'all you niggas do not really doing that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and it was the wildest shit I ever seen. Cause you know, in Louisiana, bro, it don't go down like that. Like Mm-mm. niggas not just, you know, you got those those one two wild niggas that like to blunt That's, up in the yeah. middle of the club. And you be like, oh, I smell it. And then everybody <laughs> looking to try to hit, like, but you will <laughs> never be, be able to like, find. Who is that? <laughs> You'll never be able to find who that was. Because them niggas be dipped off in the crowd and shit, doing it on the cool. But, like, picture the entire venue. is they Everybody smoking a joint. Like, this bitch was just lit. And this nigga came up and he just started talking to the crowd. Like, just, yeah, what's your favorite shit by me, nigga? Oh, you like this song? All right, run that beat. And then he would just perform your favorite song. Like, that nigga was going crazy, bro. That was probably, like, one of the best shows I ever seen. And see, that's what makes Currency great. And, like, he doesn't... He's not big in social media. He, he He's not big into... uh big like in sense of i'm doing interviews putting himself out there but he interacts with his fans at the bet like he does it the best he might not do meet and greets but you know what he'll do at the end of uh jet lounge he'll stay after get, talk with y'all sign all do stuff so like yeah bro you that's what makes someone great like man that's what makes someone bro, great is the interaction i swear to god this nigga probably spent at least two hours after the show shaking everybody's hand bro like I never seen an artist just like like picture he on the stage and it's not like a, a arena or nothing but it's a nice size venue you know what I mean like it, it hold a good bit of people this nigga just get off the stage and walk in the crowd like he he one of us shaking everybody hand dapping them up asking how they doing and shit you know what I mean I'm like yo this a real ass nigga like his yeah. his energy on the stage you could feel it you know what I mean and like, that, even that makes the wasn't difference right next to him you you knew like what he was giving you. He was like taking pride in what the fuck he was doing. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm gonna come get a bag, which you know, obviously he's doing it because you know it's work. But it wasn't all about the bag. Like he actually took pride in what he was doing, which that, is why I'm saying when 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 we talk about uh, Summer Walker, like if you are gonna charge people money, you owe them that. Yeah, you, you do. know what I mean. Like, and that's that's my that. thing. Like you don't have to you don't have to charge them money. You could just perform your show and then leave. But you number one, if you do that, you gotta give them what you what they paid for, and then if they're paying to come see you perform, you gotta give them a decent perform because Summer makes great music. She could be one of the next big things, but if you don't want to be that, that's cool. But then like just pull a party next door, make some good albums, and just disappear. Yeah, that either know, or. Oh, I think I think she she gonna she gonna come into terms with it. Maybe she just didn't ever really get that feedback before now. She you know probably, what I mean? Because she artists if, aren't developed these days, man. Yeah, if, if this what she want, like if music is really what she want to do and she want to see herself elevate, she gonna have no choice but to address that. Because yeah. I feel like, like with any other business, bro, like if you went to fucking McDonald's and you pay for something, even if it's fucking five dollars, if they give you the wrong shit, you oh, like, yeah, fuck yeah. that. I want my shit. You know <laughs> you, what I mean? So no, if I'm, I pay I for a ticket, bro, I I want to see you perform. Like chill with all that bullshit. Like. And it, it sounds fucked up, but if you're going to charge me, like, I don't care about what's going on in your personal life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I you charged me in exchange for something. So hold your end of the deal. You yeah. know what I mean? If not, and then the thing is, I, I, if you want me to care about what you're doing, then don't don't charge us for this. And then we'll be like, yeah, we support you. She don't have to do the meet and greets because she's feeling this type of way. Her mental health this. And right. we support her not doing that. But don't charge me and then come say all this. Like, you got to you gotta first at least finish this tour out and do it. And then you can jump on that, that bandwagon. And then fans understand. But you can't just give them half-ass for shit they already paid for. Or give them their money back. 
give them their money back and then just cancel everything. And if that's the case, I I say I respect her more for that because it's like, okay, she need help right now. She needs to get herself straight, and I support her doing that. And she gave everybody their money back. I would I would respect that a lot more. Yeah, and and bro, like I'm trying not to be insensitive, but do you think it's a possibility that she just might not? have the drive to do like the business part of the music because like throughout the whole thing like i i thought about that like i I was like yo she getting a bag but if she just don't feel like really putting in the work because bro a lot of people don't realize that to run your likeness as a business it's It's a job like it's not it's not something that you just oh i i made a hit song and i took off now i can just do what the fuck i want like Nah, you got to work every day to keep that shit up, like to stay relevant, to stay in the right positions to do these interviews. When you, you know, when them niggas make a media run going to, you know, the big boy neighborhood and the breakfast club like that come from relationships going out, doing certain events. And, you know, you 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 tied in with niggas because y'all working together. You know what I mean? And if you don't feel like doing the work, then you can't. You know what I mean? Like, I think she just might not be passionate about that. No, and that's a big possibility. And just to put it in perspective, you can't get to the positions like Drake and Cole and not do stuff like that. Because I remember when Jake, Drake and Cole were on radio shows and doing interviews. I remember the day, yeah, I remember bro. the album when Drake stopped. Like, because he, he got to that point. And you can get to that point, but you got to put in the work before. Like, you got to put in your 10,000 10, hours. And it's like, you can make great music and have the 10,000 hours on that. But just because you make good, great music doesn't make you a great artist. You have to make, to be a great artist and a uh, it's you have to have be great at a certain level of entertaining you have to be great at a certain level of marketing yourself if not at least pretending to the music in to your labels marketing and if you're independent it's even double like you got to make you got to handle everything music business inter- scheduling interviews all that shit with your manager and, and you might have a point there doom cuz even though she signed to a label she might not be interested in doing the other half of being an artist yeah and and but i think that's something you got to consider to be part of it if Mm -hmm. you want to be on that level because i'm sure she could easily be one of those acts that you know she find one of those little you know lounges little small clubs and she go singing you know she could make a nice little bag but if you want to be one of the greats you know what i mean you gotta do you gotta all do the, the extra shit, shit. Yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta do that you know what and I mean? then I, and then i don't want to hear in 10 years when if she goes a certain route and then has regret i don't want to hear none of that shit yeah because you put she, I mean, she, she can't say that you know what i mean like it's like she she made the call herself yeah like, i don't think i don't think there's there's no company or any job where you can basically tell the customer fuck you i'm not gonna give you what you pay for and niggas still buy it you know what i mean like there's just mm-hmm. no business don't work like that you know no, what I mean? not so at she, all she must be serious with her stance because you know what i mean to say the shit that she said like she because i can't i don't remember the exact quote but she basically she, was talking about I'm she didn't want to do shows no more you know what i mean like yeah. she's finished and i'm just like well then you you done for real because niggas not gonna you know what i mean like i'm not saying not gonna, that niggas yeah. won't won't fuck with her no more because it like obviously she she's of a certain talent where you know she could put out a project tomorrow but she won't get fucked with on that level yeah yeah she definitely she gonna miss out on the on the big shit because you gotta be doing that if you want to be in the rooms to get to the big shit 
It's a whole nother thing entirely because that's how artists make their money off of touring. But that's a whole nother. This, like, yeah. I'm sure she knows that. But yeah. l- let's get into the albums we're reviewing this week. We got Emotional Oranges, The Juice Volume 2, The King of R&B, Jacquees. And then we got Hot Pink. Uh, let's start with Hot Pink because that was the biggest surprise for me. Yo, y'all niggas need to start giving Doja Cat her love. What are women out there that say they support other women? Y'all need to start supporting Doja Cat. Bro, I don't know why she not like Cardi level. Yeah, you know she I mean? rapped better than Cardi. I'll give her like, that. She, bro, and, she rapped and, better than a lot of these hoes. And her shit is like, you could tell that's her artistry. Yeah. Like everything that she do is literally, her. it fit everything she got going. You know what I mean? Like she one of them, them artists that she's a complete artist. Like she could literally just go on live and start talking. And like, I'll watch it and actually give a fuck about what she's saying. Like it's not, it's not just some little... Oh, I'm trying to look cute. Oh, I got my my titties out to try to look nice for y'all niggas to tune into this shit. Like she actually be entertaining niggas. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like she's a, a full talent, that's man. Really her bro, like she she nice. She nice with it. She make her beats. She be producing her shit. Like she bro, can sing. Like she, nah, a, she a talent, bro. Niggas look. niggas got her fucked up because of the 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 fucking one song that got her there. Like, yeah. cause that was some bullshit. I keep it a bean. But that shit was still hard. Nah, though. it was it was hard as fuck, and it was entertaining. But like from a like, if we talking about oh, you a rapper, show me what you could do. Like that wasn't it. Oh you no, that I mean? was not it. This but she was. It. Yeah, yeah, she definitely can make music. Like she is very, very good at making music. Niggas yep. need to stop sleeping on her. Look, some of my favorite songs, the Won't Bite joint with Shmino. I didn't even know Shmino went hard like that. That got me starting to jam Shmino. I like the Addiction joint, the 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 Rules, uh, freaking Shine is hard. Like, she got some joints on here. Yeah, bro. And they all got a, they they all like a, a certain vibe. You know what I mean? They, they sound like Doja. Like, it's, it's not it sound like she's trying to be anybody else or ride a wave. No, it's like, this is her wave. Yeah. And I, I always respect that because it's, it's, it's hard to make music that don't sound like nothing else and it still be good. You yep. know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to do. I'm saying that as somebody who, like, I literally make a song damn near every night. You know what I mean? And, like, it's hard to create something that don't even sound similar to nothing else out there and then it still be good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's the thing, man. That's what makes somebody great. And she's on that, she's on that path. And like I just want to see her do well. Doja Cat, you got this podcast support. We would love to have you on this show, lady. Oh, that's big facts. Yeah, that would be amazing. But let's get to another album. I'm gonna get to the one that kind of let me down the most that I was kind of the most hyped for. Yo, the juice volume two didn't live up to the juice volume one. Yeah. Like, it, was, you, it, was, it was straight though. See, I, I felt the way I felt the way you felt about uh, and this is just our off-air conversations, but I felt, you know how you felt about St. John? I felt yeah. this way with the Juice Volume 2. I was like, yo, this, I expected them to be great. Not saying that, that they won't be great. I just think this might have been a sophomore slump. Yeah. And what I need to do, I need to go back and listen to Volume 1 again, because it's been a while since I heard it, and I wasn't really on it that heavy when I first yeah, I was. That was my shit. The Juice Volume 2, it was like, it filled a gap that not a lot of music do for me. Like, okay. when you can kind of just have some shit going in the background. Like, let's say you working on something. You know what I mean? You at your computer, like you you grinding, doing some shit. And you want to hear some. And you good just shit. got you. You know, you got you need something that's like still a vibe, but like where it's not gonna really take you out of what yeah. you're doing. 
You no, know I what I mean? Exactly like everything is either hype or too sad or you know what I mean? Like but this was a just party a, a, song, a but this vibe. was a perfect little chill situation. You know what I mean? Like I, I fucked with it. I liked it. It wasn't like, you know, album of the year or no crazy shit like that, but one of the better projects for sure. I definitely like this liked year a, a, was slow. You know, this year is very slow. Like when we get to the end of the year awards, album of the year might come from the beginning half. So far that my album of the year is the Freddie Gibbs joint or the or the uh the, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm looking at him. The boogie joint. Both of them things was hard. But this, yeah. I I just had more expectations, and I think the expectations didn't get filled because they had some couple joints. Like I like the iconic West Coast love. Uh, I like heal my desires. They got some joints on here, but it's just to me the last juice. Every single one was a smash. No yeah. skips on that bitch. And this one guy had some skips for me. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it definitely had some skips. Like, it wasn't really, like, one of those, like, those albums where you could pick out one particular song. Like, for me, that's the perfect album that just started at track one and just let that bitch move. Because nothing okay. ain't nothing ain't going to make me be like, ah, turn this shit off, it's ass. You know what I mean? But it, it keep you in there, the whole whole album, which is hard to do. You know what I mean? Like, that, no, that, shit, that definitely I, is. I fuck with that. And, and I will say, not a lot of albums this year made me do that you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i got through that whole album and i was like yo that was a good body of work you know what i mean yeah but no, i feel you. i will let y'all know if my nigga brent fire sneak in november december he gonna have oh. album of the year bro oh I, i'm waiting for that dude nasty that nigga is nasty no he cold he might be the real king of r&b let's get to chocolate <laughs> <laughs> bro jacques don't want to see brent you talk no, to King R&B, he don't want to see him. He don't. There, there's a bunch of niggas Jacquees don't want to see. But look, let me give him this. It wasn't bad. It was It was decent. Like, it was It was solid. It wasn't great. It's not King R&B, but it's like, all right, I like Good Lovin'. All right, I like the Tory Lanez joint. All right, Warning goes pretty, goes. Uh, You got, but see, the thing with him, it's 18 songs, so it's easier for me to pick apart. Yeah. See, this is my thing with Jacquees, son. If he wouldn't have made the King of R&B claim, yeah. I feel like I would listen to that album and be like, yo, this shit jam. Yeah. But it's because I hear every song and got to think like, okay, this nigga saying that this is my king. Like, this yeah. shit ass. Turn this shit off. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's perspective. You can't call yourself that and then not really be the king. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because no, now, now you got a, a, a nice album, like, because the body of work is good. Like, he had songs that was like, okay, I see you. Like, Why not make that claim after this album and not call this album that? But see, that goes yeah. back to marketing. That goes back to clout and, and clickbait and all that. For him yep. to get for him to get this buzz, he had to say something like he the king of R&B. And he should have been more focused on promoting this music. Yeah. And I, I always think that there's a better way than them, like, gimmicks. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if niggas fuck with your shit only... To pick apart the negative, like, nah. It's not gonna last, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's nah, bro. Like, cause yeah, niggas streaming it, but now they streaming it to say you ass. Yeah. Now what happened when you when you pull up to your show and you need them tickets, so ain't nobody that. going. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I could be tripping. Like, I know there's a lot of Jacquees fans. Oh, you know a bunch. What I mean? My I'm, girl I'm probably sure... listening to this right now, uh, listening to me. From the room and thinking, oh look, d- d- this guy just hating, because <laughs> she's a Jacquees fan. 
Yeah, bro. And I'm saying he don't make bad music. He just for damn sure not the king. The king, and I no. think that's that's what make me not fuck with it. And I'm not saying that I don't fuck with it, because I do fuck with Jacquees, bro. Like he he from the South. He fuck with Birdman. You know what I'm saying? He rich gang, all that shit. Like I, I, I wanna support it because yeah, like I, I wanna of, see him win. He remind me of he he makes me think of what Young Thug could have not that they make similar music, but I'm talking about Jacquees not beef him, even though he kind of looked like Wayne and you could tell he had based some stuff off Wayne he wasn't trying to be Wayne he, he was still himself he wasn't trying to you know do what Young Thug did in that beef and I think that's why I gotta I, I like Young Thug but that's what turned me off of him at first if that makes yeah. sense well, yeah, I, you, you already know niggas niggas in our age group it's Wayne, Wayne bro. is God yeah. bro like no, don't, don't say that don't nigga say is shit. Bro, when he came out with that Barter 6 album, and I'm saying you talking to one of the biggest Thug fans, like, I was fucking with everything Thug put out. Like, Thug couldn't do no wrong to me. You know what I mean? And that when he was came out one. with that Barter 6, it was, bro, like, just naming it that kind of was, like, I was like, nah, bro, I can't, yeah, can't support this. Like, why not do, do something it. different? Like, now now Lil Wayne will never put out the Carter Six, even if we wanted him to. And that's the thing about Wayne fans. It's like, we acknowledge where he's weak at, but you're not better than his best. Yeah, for sure. Nobody is. I don't think there's there's been a person yet to do what Wayne did. The only two, the only nigga I compare him to is the nigga that, that he signed. That's it. Like, and I know, and I know I, the older people, the East Coast niggas will be like, oh, y'all forgetting Hove. But you talking to some down South niggas and me and my pops for years had the argument of who's better, Wayne or Hove. And it's like, I still rock with Wayne, but I respect Hove, Hove top five. I respect what he did. But to me, Wayne just did something different. Yeah, bro. I, I feel like it's, it's, it hasn't been somebody who literally could make that type of run working at that frequency for that long and yeah. maintained it for damn he near a, over a decade bro like this nigga this nigga was coming out with a mixtape every few months and, it was, and it was literally the best shit we ever heard like niggas niggas would download that shit burn it on a cd and by the time the fucking next day of school niggas had the whole mixtape memorized oh you know big, what i mean like that's oh, how hard it was it was on like, that piff, LimeWire, crashing websites, waiting for the shit to un- get uncrashed so we could get it. Like, we was shutting down websites for that nigga Wayne. Yeah, bro. Like, this nigga, I remember when uh his shit would drop on that piff, like, when he would have, like, a release. Because I remember, I think it was No Ceilings. When that shit came out, bro, it legit broke that then, piff for, yeah. like, two weeks. Like, that shit was just not functionable. Like, they had to be like, all right. We got to move all this shit over to a way different server to be fucking with Wayne. Like, he literally broke the internet. Like, that's where that term come from. It came from. from. No, it did. It came like, from him. Nigga, 100%. literally, like, niggas think that that's just, like, a little term to, you a know. Kim it's a new type. Nah, yeah, bro. Like, no, this nigga literally, like, you would type in a website and that shit just would not work. That's how many niggas was all trying to get on the same site at the same time. No, like, this nigga was a legend, big. bro. <laughs> And there's nothing like, yeah, no, nobody gonna take Wayne's. But, but I can't, I, I can't wait till we review a uh, rank Wayne's discography. That's like 150. We do it. I think that's what I'm gonna let us do for 150 because we got, I like, I haven't ranked Wayne's discography yet. And I think that's gonna be something interesting to do. But you know what I, what I gotta say though? Speaking of King and RB, next week, look, this, this week's albums that we reviewed was Doja Cat was the highlight, but everything else was good to all right. You see, next week, Bro, between Partisan Fontaine's underrated uh rap album that he, he called it underrated, and then 
Tory Lanez come and get that King R&B, bro. That Jerry yeah, Sprunger he dropped with T-Pain. Yo, yeah. that chick's tape five about to be crazy. I'm actually, bro, this this is Tory make or break. I think if Tory <laughs> drops some legendary shit, bro, he gonna reach that level that he been crying that I, he hasn't been able to reach. You know what I mean? Like, niggas is really fucking with this chick's tape. And I'm saying he's he's done what every artist try to do is start a series that niggas anticipate. So, like, he'll drop a, t- a chick's tape. Then he'll do a bunch of shit for, like, the next year or two. He'll just do a bunch of shit that don't sound nothing like chick's tapes. And then he'll announce another chick's tapes. And niggas like, oh, yes, nigga. He back in his bag. You know what I mean? Like, no, 100 Like, he has not dropped bro, a good album yet. Like, bro, not one, and I'm a Tory the, the fan. The last one, the last one was decent. The one that looked like the the fucking Brady Bunch on the cover. You know oh, yeah, and that's the one that I tried to defend. And it's like, yeah, that one got some joints on it, but it's still not. It's not on Chicks Tape level. Nah, nah. But he take a different direction in music, though. You know what I mean? But I think as yeah. a as a rapper, he's underrated because we like Chicks Tapes so much. But like as a rapper, he's underrated. And I feel like a lot of people outside of Drake. They struggle with like, cause I feel like people look at Drake as like a legit singing ass nigga. Like when he's singing on a song, it's not a rapper trying to hold a note. Like he's a Tory, singing ass nigga. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Tori's the only nigga that can do the sing rap shit close yeah. to what Drake does. Yeah, he don't, he the only even remotely close. But I yeah. think he a close close. You know what I mean? Like it's not as big of a gap as niggas painted out to be. Like and I now that we think, got these features with this, like he doing yeah. a jagged edge joint, he doing a Snoop Dogg, he I, I think he doing uh the beautiful joint, he doing uh, uh the Chris Brown, he doing a Chris Brown, he doing a ludicrous splash waterfall, like nah, he doing some shit with this. And I will say not to bring it back to summer, but I feel like they know that that formula that he got is working because summer did that shit with Usher on her album. Yeah, like she, she did, did the same shit that he been doing on her. And I'm saying I've never seen anybody pull it off to that level outside no. of Tory. Like, nobody really attempted to do it. Like, this nigga was literally... Because niggas would just call it a cover. And she yeah. was successful with it. But but the thing is, though, is like... Because the thing with covers or remixes to songs that everybody love is like, if you don't make a hard song that's debatably harder than the original that we already love, it's not fire. You know what I mean? Like, you got to come with some heat. Because then we're going to just say, oh, you fucking up our song. Like, we hear the sample and we like, oh, shit, this, this fucking, like you got it bad by Usher. You know oh, what I was, mean? And I was then, thinking the one that we hated was the Sizzle, uh, DJ Khaled, oh, uh, yeah, the yeah. Outcast joint they did. Yeah. That shit was trash. It was big trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the risk that they took. If they would have left that sample off, it might have been a decent song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... It just wasn't better than the original. You know what I yeah. mean? So Tory, Tory, bro, he definitely one of the niggas in his career. He make risky moves for the big reward. And I and think I'm this saying, is going to be the yeah, first one if, to pay if, off. If he pull it off, if he pull this one off, he going to be not Drake status, but damn close. He going to be, be A-list for real. He ain't going to be able to say niggas trying to hold a nuts on him no more. No, you know? he'll be the he'll be with Travis as the top of this class. Yeah. Like which I, I think personally, talent wise, he there. Oh no, like, me I'm too. saying I don't. I don't think it's. It's been a long time we seen another nigga that's not named Drake be able to do what he do. You know no, what I mean? Agree. But you do the both. You sing and you rap. 
I can't wait for this shit to get on the radio so at the radio station I work at, I can hear it. Because I, I already told everybody I work with, this shit about to be the one. Like, I, I know. Yeah. Like, that it's, Jerry it's, Sprunger shit was crazy to me. It's definitely going to be the one. Especially you know? if he do that, if he got, like, two or three more of them. That's you know what, what he need. Like, I hope that Snoop Dogg, the beautiful one, you can't remix Pharrell Snoop Dogg and not do that shit fire. Yeah. The uh, What else he got that 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 just, the Mario, he, he remixed a Mario song. He doing the Ashanti one that we that we was talking about with the Ja Rule shit. Like, let's, he doing Lloyd too. He doing the yeah. Fabulous. Like, come on, Tori. Hey, hey, bro, and he picking the right joints. Like, this, yeah, this all, everything you just named is all shit that, like, coming up, he Those are my shits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are my shits, bro. No, I'm, I'm saying I, I don't know why I feel like in the early 2000s R&B was more acceptable by niggas. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why niggas feel like they can't listen to R&B now. It was because like, it was closer soft. to the it was closer to the to the golden era. Like the 80s and 90s was the golden era for like the type of R&B we listen to. Of course, soul and all that stuff with Marvin Gaye and everybody before that existed, and that was the mainstay. But in terms of like true R&B, that was the late 80s, 90s, and niggas was listening to that. Once the early 2000s came, with Ja, ja Rule did a, a good thing and then a bad thing because niggas thought Ja Rule was soft with the 50 Cent beef, and that kind of pushed niggas away to more towards the hardcore gangster shit. And I mean, it's that's cool and all, but I still feel like you could be a real nigga and like R and B. Yeah, like I don't get why if you feel like you you a tough nigga, you can't listen to R and B. You know what I mean? Like Like, even though Fifty Cent was the toughest nigga, he still did the sing rap shit. Like he made fun of it, but he still did it. That's the thing. But all right, that's all the the albums we're reviewing. We got one more topic today, and this is because I I was going to talk about journals too with Justin B, but we'll talk about that next week. That we don't even know if that's coming out for not. I want to tell the ladies out there be safe because niggas are being crazy. One girl got kidnapped after asking a male if he was a serial killer, jokingly because he inquired by sex work. She was going to do the work, and then he killed her. Another uh, person died. A girl in she died because her boy, her best friend. And her best friend's boyfriend killed her. Some fucked up shit. Ladies, be out, be safe out there because they got some wild shit going on. But I wanted to ask you, due to the fact that you're in the music industry, you understand about how people make money off of social media. Are you cool with Instagram losing the likes and about to stop showing followers? They're about to do the test. I think that I get there doing a bully initiative and it's like to help kids. But to me... I don't know if I agree with all that because I feel like that's going to stop people from making the bad. Like, you shouldn't rely on Instagram to make your bag, but Instagram's a way to show how much popularity you have. And I know people are like, but Lyndon, you always talk shit on the cloud era. But for content creators, it's like a Netflix sees that, a Vice sees that, a Vice looks at your numbers that you that your podcast views get, and then they look at your Instagram and see if niggas fuck with you, and it's like, we, we could give this dude a show. So it kind of it, I don't. I don't want to say it ends the wild, wild west era we're in, but it definitely is the first regulation of the wild, wild west era that I see. Well, I think what they doing, bro, is obviously you know is is something money connected. Oh, definitely. And I think they're the trying to take the money is, out of our hands. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I think what they doing is they they're making it more monetizable on their end. You know what I mean? Like for they, them, yeah. So. It's kind of like TV, right? Like, it, let's say there's a there's a fucking commercial on TV for Walmart. Like, you just like, oh, that's Walmart. 
But let's say I open a grocery store today and I run a commercial on TV. You automatically going to think that that commercial is official because it's on TV. It must be legit. You know what I mean? So that's what Instagram trying to do, because like, let's say I pay to run a, a Instagram ad. Somebody see my shit and I only got. 20 likes they gonna be like oh this nigga ain't shit why the fuck would i care about what this nigga got going on he only got 20 likes so why would i buy instagram ads but now mm-hmm. like okay so you think it's gonna help they, not hurt yeah bro they took the they took the likes off so now if i buy an instagram ad you don't know if i'm any different than the fucking youtuber with two million subscribers because mm-hmm. you can't see my likes I so I'm, 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 I'm on your fucking timeline you gonna automatically think i'm official just because I made it to your timeline, you know what I mean, and okay. it, it it make it make you kind of wanna spend ad dollars with them when the playing field is level. You don't have to compete with who got the most likes. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. Oh, I kind of like that. I, okay, my my view is the pessimistic view of it. I I do like that optimistic view of it because. That is a, a good way to look at it because I think that's true. It forces people, instead of like you being a popular influencer and having people come pay you for ads, now it's like you're not going to pay them. And like companies who get these Instagram influencers aren't going to pay them. They're going to pay Instagram. And just like you said, for the creators, it's like you're going to pay them too and it's going to work for you because right now Instagram isn't selling ads to big companies because they get people to, in, they get influencers to promote it and they pay them. And the content creators on like, our level and levels above us don't want to pay them because it's like, it's only the big niggas that want to pay. Because yeah. if not, but it's like, why are you just doing an Instagram man? It, it, it's a it's a good and a bad thing though. If you look at both coins, because like what it's doing is like it make the playing field level. So like let's say like after this shit, if we want to fucking run some ads on this podcast episode, now we we in front of a lot of people who might have not fucked with us before because we don't have two million likes. You know what I mean? True. We could get in front of their face, but in the, but the, the two the, people, the negative, yeah, the negative is the people that got the two million likes now might not get the ad from the Mountain Dew, the Coca Cola. Now exactly. it's going straight to Instagram, exactly. And now what it's doing is like, okay, there, there was people who literally had a career as a oh, social media guys. influencer. They still do, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like these niggas could charge you fucking thousands of dollars to fucking post your product or your business on a timeline. But now, like, why the fuck would I pay you to do it when I could just pay Instagram and they'll put me yep. in front of all your followers? You King know what Bash I mean? About to lose his, uh, <laughs> he about to lose his bag. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I'm t- it, bro, I'm telling Stop you, I know them niggas, them niggas was hurt. All them influencers, oh, yeah. niggas, I know that this is like the worst possible news they could have heard. Gone. Partnership with uh, Mountain Dew, gone. Like, I didn't yeah, see niggas bro. like just make comedy videos getting partnerships with Burger King and I'm like, yo, I gotta at least get me to 50k yeah. so I can start getting me some good sponsors. I, I, I think the 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 big like the people that's on that level, they straight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause you, if you Coca Cola, you still gonna want people to see, you know, whoever a got creative way market followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they these niggas basically doing all the work that traditionally they had to hire a whole crew of niggas to come up with a commercial. Now you could just toss a influencer a little light bag. These niggas come up with the commercial that's way more catchy than what the fuck they was gonna think of. You know what I mean? So it's a win for companies like that, but I think where it fuck them up is now like the smaller ones. Like let's say you know, I'm sure there's there's like thousands of little 
rap blogs or something that's like popping up. Like let's say somebody created a rap blog and you know they had 30k followers. And I'm like, you know, 30k is a nice reach. This nigga might charge me twenty dollars to run a story post. Now it's just like, okay, nigga, why the fuck would I fuck I'll with pay you 30k? When now I could just buy an Instagram ad and get right in front of the niggas I'm aiming for. Like you could literally pick what kind of niggas you want to see the ad and it's gonna run. It's like Facebook now. Yeah, bro. Like, and that's all they're trying to do is make Instagram ads just as effective as Facebook ads. Because I know it, them niggas making billions off of Facebook it, ads. It, it helps the big companies, it helps the big creators, it helps the little guys who aren't on yet or are working to be on, but you know who it cuts out? The middle class. It's, yeah. it's, it's the people you just said, the 30,000, 50,000, 70,000, anything under 100,000K, but above, but below 10,000, that's the people, it, it cuts that, it cuts them dramatically. Yeah, yeah. and they, they definitely gonna hurt. Now they yeah. gotta get back to the drum board and try to figure something else out, because that, that whole little hustle them, just like, got killed. I blame them, because it's like, you don't put all your ducks in a, like, for example... People say, why you don't put the podcast on Instagram? Why would I put the fucking podcast on Instagram? I don't like nobody knows. Nobody sees like they're like, oh, but everybody's on it. I'm like, bro, you realize I can't track who lit. I can't track nut. Like you can't put all your ducks in a row. Like everybody who is just like, oh, yeah, I make all my money off of Instagram. Now, how do you make money? You, you don't have nothing to sell. You were just selling that you had a lot of followers. It's like, yo, that's not sustainable. Yeah. And they, so they like, definitely made it even harder for it to be sustainable. Oh, definitely. Them niggas gonna try to switch to Twitter. They they gonna get it right though. Like I feel like Instagram, they see TikTok coming up. They trying to think of how can they be more effective. So I like I like the little battle they got going on. Cause I feel like they they beat Snapchat. Oh, like definitely. Snapchat, people still use it, but it's never gonna be like the go-to. Not like what it was. Network. I remember when Snapchat was be, fire. Yeah, it's not gonna be the go-to social media. Like I don't even really check my snap no more. You know Bro, what I mean? Like, I, I it's, it's been a minute since I checked that shit. I, I literally post all my stories on Instagram now because it's like, why should I post on Snap anymore? Nobody gets on. Like it's like I check Snap every now and again, but it's like nobody use that shit no more. Yeah, it's like I might as well just use Instagram. But What's I just want to get your take on that. Yeah, bro. Facebook and Instagram is the same niggas too. Like it's yes. like owned by Facebook. That's what make it even more scary. Like them niggas Mark Zuckerberg got two. getting that paper. Yeah, bro. That shit is nuts. And that's why I fuck with Twitter so hard. Keep doing the independent thing. Well, they're not independent, but keep doing your thing, Twitter, because I support y'all. If y'all, if y'all change up, then we really gonna have an issue. Oh, that's yeah. that if, shit. If, bro, the day Twitter go down gonna be a sad day. Oh, bro. it's a sad <laughs> It's gonna be a sad day. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I I'm, I'm check nothing else but Twitter, bro. Bro, I'm more invested in Twitter than I ever was Facebook or MySpace. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Like that's, that's gonna be facts. a sad day that's for facts. real, for real. But Doom, tell the people where they can find you at on social media, my brother. At Lil Doom SJE, man. Instagram and Twitter. 100%. Thank you. As always, my brother, let's get into, without further delay, let's get into Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the segment of the Bros Who Think podcast called Bros Who Ball. I am Lennon Burton, as joined by, as always, for this segment, Mr. Adam Schubert, as well as Mr. Julian Navarre. How are you fellas doing, starting with Schubert? I'm doing... Just about as well as I can be. I mean, oh yeah, it's a rough time for you, bro. Not I, really. You're not saying. I mean, well, no. Why it's not? Just, it, it's just a football game, man. Like, geez, <laughs> the last time LSU beat me or my team 
I was getting you my first champion. car. Well, you still won the championship too. But I'm saying, like the last time that happened, I was 16 years old. Like, oh, yeah. it's not like this is like something that I'm like, oh, this is catastrophic. And it's also like, oh man, I just forgot how much LSU people can talk. Yeah. It, well, and and another thing is like you've had success for because you don't have a pro team in your state. You have, I mean, you pull for different pro teams. You and like. You pull for different pro basketball teams, but like for the most part, in the sports you love the most, you've been the most dominant and the most success, the most happy fan for like forever. Well, yeah, I mean the the aggravating thing that most people don't like to hear about the way the Alabama fans are at the moment is you have your crazies who are like, oh, how are we gonna get back in the tournament, Paul? And, and then y'all like, talking about firing well, Saban. I saw that shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I feel like are, that was. Bond. I mean, there's different labels of crazy. But there's all, but there's a whole bunch of them, and that's the, like the strong majority, the strong eighty-five to ninety percent. And then there's the ten to fifteen percent of us that it's like that split up into categories of I'm okay, like with having a a, a winter off, or mm. I'm a, a, a person who understands sports and understands that for there to actually be interesting sports, your team can't win every year. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. And that obviously LSU is the was the better team. Like for me, like I was going into that saying um, LSU was going to win. Joe Burrow, I, I felt like Joe Burrow was a great quarterback, and this everything kind of stars aligned for LSU. Sometimes you just get those seasons. Yeah, you know? and this this feels like one of those seasons. It definitely does. But yeah, so no. Why you... why deny it and be like, oh man, like you know, blah blah, blah like <laughs> I just want you to have like a hurt ankle. <laughs> And like blah 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 blah, like LSU isn't that good. They shouldn't have been talking to the recruits. No, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome. That was hell awesome. But let's bring in because we're gonna talk about that game first off off the rip. Also join us, Julian. Julian, how you doing this week, brother? I know you're. I know you're happy. I texted you after. Man, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We almost all had the grand slam this weekend. Look, my grand slam, LSU won. The Saints lost. But the Cowboys lost, so my Grand Slam was taken away. <laughs> For you guys, LSU won, but the Saints lost. So yeah. we both had our Grand Slam weekends taken away. We can't have our cake and eat it, too. But that's neither here nor there. I guess we'll but have the, to wait a I, long I, time I for that to happen I had again. nothing. The yeah, he Giants had, he, lost. We, hey, well, the Knicks whatever. lost. <laughs> <laughs> but look, just... I, I'll say this, Julian. Out of all the losses we experienced this week, that LSU loss was pretty – I mean, the LSU win – was pretty damn sweet, and it kind of, like, like I tweeted, I was like, this happiness is so great, now it's time for me to go watch the Pels lose. So it's like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, at this point, I accepted it. I'm more upset about the Saints loss, but that LSU win had me on a sports high for the weekend, at least. Oh, for sure. I, me too. I, I remember I was just laying down in bed for like 10 minutes after the game. I haven't felt that good in about, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, maybe six or seven years. I about LSU, yeah. No, it's been no, a while. About, no, about anything in general. <laughs> and guy. look, I graduated <laughs> with a bachelor's and a master's since then, like all sorts of things. I haven't felt that good since then. Real. Well, that, that was a big win. Let's jump into it. Julian, being that you've been giving us your takes on LSU this whole season, the things that you said LSU needed to show you, I think they showed you in this one. Oh, they did. I said for LSU to win the game, they're going to have to be able to run the ball down the throat of Alabama and make running plays, and which they did. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a great game. It's overshadowed by how great Joe Burrow played, but I know if it wasn't for him, that game wouldn't have uh, – LSU wouldn't have won that game. 
And I LSU. like the tweet that you made that Clyde Edwards Alaire just earned him an NFL spot. Yeah, he did. Sure, because yeah. before before then he was going under the radar. This look, the whole season he 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 didn't there was nothing special about him in my opinion. And I'm an LSU fan, but I'm also a rational person, so I can go up and say, you know, there was nothing really special about him in general. But this game, he showed up for the biggest game. So that, that really means a lot. I mean, the announcers were comparing him to Darren Sproles and, you know, things like that. I think Drew Brees earlier today and said Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram. I mean, it's a little far-fetched, but still, you know, it's, it's good to hear things like that. And he was, the re- he was really, they say Joe Burrow, he was really the reason that they won that game. You know, he uh, was, was. He really was. But um, LSU played perfect. They could have not played better. Defense Out- played great. They, I mean, they did. People are going to look at the score and be like, uh. But. The first I'll, half I'll, was I'll, 13 yeah, points for two. That's a about, lot. I'll tell you this about that Alabama defense. This is the first This is the first time in years. This year and last year was the first time in years where you could look at an Alabama defense and be a marginal fan and say, I don't know anybody on that defense. Every year, you can always name at least three defensive players, two linemen, and a running back for Alabama. Those are always the marquee players. Now, for the past year, year and a half, you have Tua and a bunch of receivers. So you don't really have any marquee players on defense. You know, Mika Fitzpatrick was the last one I remember. You don't really have any marquee players. Dylan Moses is hurt. So it doesn't surprise me that was a high-scoring game. I know I said I thought it would be low-scoring because typically rivalry games are. But, you know, it was high-scoring. Um but LSU, I mean, it was a shootout. You know, certain people expect it to be a shootout. I'll tell you this, though. I, have, I was arguing with some clown on the Internet talking about, oh, if LSU played Alabama again, we would stomp them. Slow down. No, L- no LSU fan wants to play Alabama again because they know how it's going to end. That's all I got to say. Alabama played a terrible first half. I can say that I'm an LSU fan. Alabama played a terrible first half. I'm talking about mistakes off the chart, mistakes that they never make. If you think Alabama will go ahead and make mistakes like that again, I got news for you. I mean, That's imagine I imagine how the game would have gone because the, the way the game started, Alabama gets the ball, drives down the field with no problem, and then two of fumbles. Yeah, that fumble really took me. And, and then the next time, y'all muff a punt. Yeah, muff a punt, walk on punter. So, like, you know, you have your, you have your issues. I think in the Alabama camp, for the rational people, they understand that this is like not the best, most talented team they have put together. I mean, you're you still can't kick. You know, walk on punter really difficult to deal with. The defense, like um, Julian said, is strict is lacking big time. Yeah, uh, you know they do have NFL talent and some potential NFL talent that are young. But young you know what I know? But but they don't you know have any. They don't have any like big name guys, which is true. And let me tell you what I noticed, y'all. Senior on offense, y'all had a lot of seniors and juniors. But when you when yeah. they showed the defense screen, it was a lot of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. But more so freshmen and juniors. And I was like, oh, this is a really young Alabama defense. Yeah, you just yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean they're, they're they're on their way. I mean a lot of the, I'd say on the D line, the most talented player was a freshman. You know, on the at linebacker, I mean. This guy, uh, the middle linebacker Shane Lee, is getting so much valuable experience. Um, and the secondary, the only senior or anyone who's an upperclassman is Xavier McKinney, who is all, he's already just a marginal, you know, fifth or sixth round talent player at best. So, yeah. 
And so, I mean, like, look, they, Jamar they, Chase they, they, and Justin Jefferson were eating, or is yeah, Justin, Justin, Justin yeah. and uh, Jamar Chase, and even Terrence Marshall were eating. Like, I knew, I knew it was an off day for Alabama when Terrence Marshall had that play where it was third down and, and he just ran across the, the uh, middle wide open and ran in for a touchdown. I was like, yo, this isn't typical Alabama for that type of shit. No, Alabama played terrible, and, and people forget to mention, Tua is like two and a half weeks off surgery. You that, yeah, yeah. Like, like, he could have ran. I don't want to see Alabama again. Yeah, there were some times where he could have ran. Uh, I think they're going to give him this proper rest. I'd be surprised if he played on Saturday, but they probably will. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah. I, he doesn't need to play against Mississippi State. So, I mean, I, if, if we want to jump into the, that conversation, we can jump into that conversation. But anything else from the game, um, yeah, I mean, it, all all I have to say is, Alabama was doing good, and then they showed the president, and then they started doing bad. So, <laughs> can we blame it on Donald Trump? Maybe so. Look, DT finally got his standing ovation. He's been waiting for, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> I see him out there. But, uh, okay, so, Julian, I'm going to ask you a question, then I'm going to come back to you, Schubert, to ask you a question. Julian, with all the hoopla and success, the number one rank, this Mississippi State game feels like a trap, man. Oh, the Ole Miss game? Oh, yeah, the Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, oh, this uh, Ole Miss game seems like a trap. I mean, I know our friend G, uh, Eugene keeps tweeting him, telling him, like, no, this week's more important. And I feel like this week is really important because, like, they're, they might be smelling their shit, if, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. That's what I was thinking about, too. But honestly, they should kill Ole Miss. I have no They really should. Them. They seem like a pretty disciplined team. For, for a team to be able to go into Alabama and do what they did, it's pretty disciplined. They play, look. Auburn, they were disciplined against Auburn, and they almost lost that game. Mm. I mean, this is a pretty disciplined LSU team. There's no way that they shouldn't mess up on I gotta Ole Miss. That. I, I Ole Miss is not to, good uh, at all. I got to give credit yeah. to Joe Burrow and Grant Delpit because it's like those are leaders. Like, I, I think everybody, even Coach O getting the, the Gatorade bath, I was like, maybe it's a little too early. Joe was the one after the game that was calm, composed, like, we got to worry about next week. And that's a good sign when that's your quarterback saying, like, yeah, it was tight, like whatever. But we gotta worry about next week. Well, like, it also we meant it that. also probably meant I wouldn't say the less to Joe. The least I, I know it, it, it didn't mean as much to him as it did to like Coach O and to like a lot of the boys from. He, from see, town, he, yeah, he's not from know? here, so he doesn't understand. Like he sees on TV was like Ohio State, Michigan. Like I don't give a damn about that. I understand the rivalry, but I you know, but uh, I think like yeah. like what you said about. Uh, Joe Burrow, he was cool, calm, and collective. I don't think. Look, that's not the game I'm worried about. I'm worried about Texas A&M because yes. of what happened last year. And Jimbo Fisher is a hell of a coach. Okay, yeah. he's a hell of a coach. I'm worried. I'm worried about them because if they start clicking, then that could be a long game. And they I need that the win. LSU. They no, need. They that's the only. That's the only win that they need. That's gonna scare the shit out of me. Is them playing Texas A&M? If they beat Texas A&M, I'm good to go. But they have to beat Texas A&M. No, yeah, I, I mean, whoever they play in the SEC championship is a formality. Georgia, Florida, they'll beat them. But, you know, I think that the most troublesome game on their schedule is probably that Texas A&M game. Well, so I mean, you, get, of, you guys, oh, you guys oh, think that Georgia is going to pose any uh, a threat to LSU? I really Wouldn't don't. Surprise I, I, me. I'm not. I'm not a big Jake from. Well, I mean, fan, anything can not this year. Yeah, anything can happen. But I don't feel like this is the Georgia team of the past two years. Like, no, this is not. the this is the weakest Georgia team from these past three. This is the weakest one. So I'm not scared of them. My question to you, Schubert, is the college football rankings have come out. Alabama's fifth. Uh, we see 
they're out of this the playoffs if the committee picked today. Do you see them a way to get back into the uh, playoffs? And do you like the playoff rankings as they stand? I mean, as yeah, like the playoff rankings as they stand. I mean, as of this week, these are the teams that should be ranked where they are at. Does that mean that this is going to last all the way to the end? Probably not. LSU and Georgia have to play each other. But in my yeah. opinion, I don't think Georgia's going to last that long. I think they lose to Auburn. Mm. You know, Auburn still has a shot of getting into this thing. Auburn is was even with their two losses. It, it, how are, how could the committee deny an Auburn team who beats the number four team, then maybe another number four team, and then you know how do how do you and they want to put a second SEC team obviously because they're putting so much stock in the SEC. How how do you deny that Auburn team with those wins and also a win against Oregon? Oregon, yeah, the Oregon win is what really helps out uh, Auburn a lot. So, like, that, they could even get in. So, I mean, there's a possibility for everyone to get in. Oregon could possibly get in if the committee wanted to actually do what they should do and not and put, put two a, teams it, from the same conference in. Yeah. Um, I mean, Minnesota still has a chance if they can win out, but they'll probably lose to Iowa this weekend. Do you think um, uh, Oregon's more like, you know, shot ta- than Oklahoma? You know, real, real quick before I say that, you know, talk about what you guys are saying with LSU and Ole Miss. That's – the Minnesota against Iowa is more seriously that, you know, you get a big win on Penn State. Now you got to go, I think, to Iowa. No, they're, they're, that game's a loss. Easy. Ooh, so you think but, they, if they win, it's going to make that Ohio State matchup even more interesting. Oh, well, that's Ohio still a long State's way to go. Steamroll. Yeah, that's we the best. 100%. Ohio State is the all around best team in the country by yes. far. Ooh, okay. 100%. Like, that's not even a bold statement I'm making. You can't stop them from scoring, and you can't score on them. Now, what even that, without Chase Young, I'm telling you that that defense is something serious at Ohio State. My That's question like a football is, factory. Have they played anybody yet? Like, who do you think they're scheduled? Wisconsin. I'm, I'm just asking. Do you think like because if you look at, I'm, I'm not to go back to LSU, but I think they're the best team in the country. When you beat a Bama, a Texas. In a Florida team that was that's all really really good competition, you're gonna have to beat a Auburn. You're gonna, like you said, beat a Georgia. Who has Ohio State played? Ohio State steamroll. Okay, one the Big Ten is a really good conference. People forget that a conference full of NFL linemen, especially. I agree but, with that. Uh, they steamroll everybody, and no one can score on them. That's the thing. They, they if you want to stop, if you want to make them throw, they'll throw it. And they got a receivers bunch of tracks. That the receivers are all track stars. They can run it down your throat on defense. I wish Chase Young was playing, but you know he's suspended. But I mean, he would be back for the bowl games, I believe. They're talking about he's he he would be the consent. He's the best player coming out of that draft, basically. And I saw today he might he might sit out if like if they feel that they can't fight for it. They said he might just sit out for the draft. Maybe so, but um, he he by far is like the best player. In the country, I mean, we look at these two quarterbacks like Joe Burrow, Tua, Justin Herbert, and whatnot. You know, you might be a little iffy with them wondering if they can make it in the NFL. You know, Chase Young is going to make it in the NFL and have a long-lasting career. Okay, one hundred percent. But Ohio State defense. I mean, you say who have they played? Who has scored? Yeah, that's, over, I, was, I was about who, to say that again. Who has scored like over fourteen points on them? You know what I'm saying? Like no one scores Indiana. on them. Indiana, well, but I mean, Indiana's not a bad team, though. Indiana's bowl, they're, they're seven and two team. Something Look, like that. I'm gonna Six give Ohio State some cred. 
I'm gonna give them some cred when they play Penn State, when they play Michigan, and if they play Minnesota. They'll that's, beat that's the shit the out of all of them. I'm just gonna let you know. They're that gonna right beat now. all of them. They're gonna beat all of them with flying colors. I'm telling you, this Ohio State team is like I say all around shit. best. They they lack nowhere. You you look at LSU's offense and we ooh Ohio State could score probably better than LSU or just about the same. But defense, Ohio State, I give them the money. Well, Ohio State well, right now, right now, Fort Atlantic put up 21 on Ohio State. Just got to throw that out there. Okay, yeah, well, whenever that, you're yeah, when, when, you put up, when you put up 60 points, they had 45. Not, they oh, had 40, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, they had 45 string, points. Oh, the fourth <laughs> string was in, in the walk-ons. Oh, I mean, come on, dog. Like, after that, I mean, you got to let this, you know what I mean? Like, you're not about to do no 56 to zero or some shit like that. Yo, like, you want me to really score. piss you off, Lynn? Lynn you want me to really piss you off, dude? Okay, no. You, you want to talk about who's got, who's putting out good secondary? Ohio State is putting up the best secondary, and they've been spitting them out. So if you want to talk about who's the best, D, who produces the best DBs, Ohio State is producing, like, their secondary is way better than any secondary in the country right now. Oh my By far. God. Maybe, maybe right now, but I don't know because jo- Stinkley and jo- some ball are some ballers. They'll come out to to get Joe Burrow. They'll they'll get one on him. Right, oh, for see. sure, for sure. That Alabama defense is not a typical out. Look, put it this way: look how hard it took. Look how whenever Alabama LSU played Auburn, LSU could not score. They got twenty three points by the hardest. That now y'all got me pulling for Ohio State to lose. They're not going to lose. We're going to see. We're going to see. All right, so y- y'all are all cool with the rankings. Cool, cool. What do y'all feel yeah, about Clemson? Al- I, feel like, I feel like Clemson's the most uh, overrated team in the top four. They Bro, can they're score going to the like playoff, nobody's man. business. They can score. Like, I'll give you this. They can score like nobody's business. But they lost three players. I think three players on defense last year. So you could score on them too. But um, I'm not. I think Clemson, they just had to put them in there. I don't know, moral thing. They don't where would you there. rate them? Where would I no, I'm saying Linden. Where would oh, you rate would I, them? I mean, look. They, I mean, they Are you have saying they, they, you're saying they don't go to the playoffs? No, they have to be in the playoffs because they're undefeated. But would you put them at four? Look, if they get a loss, I'd put them at four. You put, yeah, you put a team with a loss ahead of them. No, I'm saying if they get a loss, then it's over. No, then, they're then, out. Yeah, well, if they, they get they, a loss, they're out. Okay, well, I, that's what I'm saying. The undefeated thing, they have to stay in. But I definitely think three is the only spot you could have them due yes, to the fact that they're undefeated. The spot. But I just don't think they're as good as they usually are this year. And I think they the, the might, way, might be the, the worst. The way I see it all panning out is I don't know if LSU, LSU might be number one when it's all said and done. I think Ohio State's going to be number one. So I think Ohio State's going to be number one. LSU's going to be number two. Uh, I'll take LSU at number two because Alabama's going to sneak in at number four. Exactly. And I do not want to see a rematch because Alabama's exactly. Exactly. That, you're exactly right. Took, took it right out of my mouth. That's exactly why. Because Alabama's going to get in. Because uh, unless they put in Oregon, which I doubt, and that's no that's Oklahoma. The way it's be. No, no, <laughs> Oregon's not getting in either. The Pac-12 is a joke. They lost to Auburn. Um, <laughs> Alabama's getting in because I think Alabama's going to beat Auburn. If they, if Alabama beats Auburn, which they they probably will, but you never know with that game. Yeah, but a fresh a Nick Saban against a freshman quarterback. That's all I got to say. Um. Alabama should win. They're going to be number four. I want LSU to be number two. That's all and I got to say. In the championship, I do. I do not. I don't want to see them meet. I hope Ohio State beats Alabama. If Alabama plays LSU again, it's not going to be pretty because two is going to be a hundred percent. It's just, and they won't make that many mistakes. No. LSU cannot play better. 
they cannot play better than than what they did last uh, week. They're not going to play better than that. Whatever but, mistakes LSU so I'll have, say this: the second, th- I'd say this for them to play better, they'd have to play better in the, the second half. Defense was was that's where they kind of became a little more undisciplined, and you see the penalty swoop. Uh, I guess the penalty disparity kind of switch. Not that uh, Alabama didn't get any more penalties in the second half; it's just that LSU was the more undisciplined team in the second half of that game. I mean, t- t- yeah, t- and two was just starting to get in the rhythm. That's all. Like in the yeah. second half. Yeah, that's the thing. I will say when it comes to Alabama, personally, I don't want them to be in the playoffs. I want them to play in the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma. Mm, okay. You want to get the Jalen? Oh, I want Jalen Hurts. Uh, oh, I want him to get his revenge. And that's yes. what I do. I wanted Jalen Hurts. Honestly, I love Joe Burrow. You know, I wanted him to get a Heisman. I wanted Jalen Hurts to get the Heisman. Well, it's not happening now, buddy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's over. But all right, cool, cool. We got college football out the way. Let's jump to the NFL. So, oh my gosh, my guys, both of you guys called it. Y'all said the Saints, man, trap game. And boy, was it a trap game. The Saints lose to the Falcons 26 to 9. Drew Brees didn't get a single touchdown. He wasn't doing shit. He was holding the ball too long, making mistakes. And Alvin Kamara didn't look healthy. Or not, maybe not that he didn't look healthy. He just couldn't get any running lanes. It looked like the Atlanta defense finally wanted to play. But LSU kind of beat themselves with a lot, a lot of penalties. Saints. They met, I mean, not LSU, the Saints. Yeah, the Saints beat themselves with so many penalties. What you guys think of the game? Julian, you can start first, brother. Well, you said the first thing right. You said Alvin Kamara did not look healthy, which he was not healthy. He was just put in the game. It should have made him sit out another week. I don't think it would have been a big deal. But you know how it is. Um, other than that, Drew Brees was holding the ball much longer than he normally does. The offensive line, I know they had some injuries. They did not play well. But the Saints, even though they lost to a 1-7 Falcons team, they should have not lost that bad because the Falcons secondary is full of holes. The, the Falcons secondary is not good at all. The Falcons have no problem store, scoring. They can't stop the score. And whenever you pay – a receiver like Michael Thomas, $20 million a year. You got Drew Brees as, as a quarterback. And, you know, you have Alvin Kamara as a running back. You have all these arsenal of weapons. And you can't score one touchdown. That's not a good look. You better keep that same energy for the next team we're going to talk about. Because they got they just paid somebody. And they, they're not look That dude didn't do shit last week. You know yeah. who I'm talking about. We're going to get to him in a second. Hey, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. But, like I said, the Saints... Uh, I think Drew Brees, he, he held the ball for too long. I think he was trying to make too many plays and said maybe he should have just dinked and dunked it. Yeah. But that's just I, how I, it is. I'm with you on that. Schubert, what did you see from the Bad game? Bad game. You, that's that's the game that you take the tape and you burn it. I'm sorry. I saw, I saw one really nice back shoulder 17-yard pass from Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, the, that's the positive I'll give. Yeah, Everything this, else is I, trash. Red zone efficiency, trash. You know, you got to be able to finish your drives. Like, you know, if you finish those, with the nine points they have, if they would have finished all those drives, it would have been a five-point game. 
Yo, yeah, I, I agree mean, with you. Let me real quick, Schubert. I know you uh, not to not to interrupt this conversation. I just think this is hilarious, and this is a, a live basketball moment. Austin Rivers just kind of got his dad kicked out of the game. I just saw it. I'm <laughs> yeah, I saw right that. <laughs> Yo, he was, he was instigating the hell out of it. This, I can't wait to uh, get off when we finish the pod and listen to the like the actual voice of it. But just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, no, I, the Saints beat themselves. I agree with everything both you guys said. I don't think this affects the Saints in the long run. I do think it it might limit them from getting the uh number one seed but to Why? have what i mean if oh well no i mean san they fran has a losses better, san fran has a better record than them it just depends on where you think san fran falls oh they're gonna lose more games man well that that that's left to be seen i just think this may they play the packers and they play they're looking ahead to our picks and you know whatever they play the packers on sunday night football like come on I mean, well, I, well, I think Packers are going to win that game. Well, you know, go I'm to not the giving Ravens, up my pick. To the Saints. Yeah. To the Seahawks at the end of the year. I mean, they're going to lose two more games. True, but I mean, look at who the Saints have as well. Saints got Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Falcons again, uh, Carolina twice, Colts, and they have the Titans. I mean, all teams have been playing pretty well. I'm just saying. It's it's this is something that can affect them later down the line. I'm not saying it will, but it can. Let's jump to uh because we all feel the same about this game. Let's jump to Julian's team who looked, man, y'all ain't look well. Dak Prescott, I gotta give him his props. That might have been his best one of his best games I've seen him play. You can he was stop looking- right there, Dak Prescott. I felt like a proud parent watching <laughs> that game. He played. If that's the best Dak Prescott. Then I'm, then I'm in for the hell of the next, I don't know, eight years. Because he looked phenomenal. I've never seen him make throws like that. The receivers look great. I mean, everything looked great about that Cowboys offense. Y'all the had with two the, receivers the, with 100-plus with yards. Like Randall exactly. Cooper and Amari Cooper. I mean, Randall Cobb and Amari Cooper. This and team Michael Gallup was too far behind with 76. Correct. This team is Dak Prescott's team. Look, people were calling me crazy. I don't know if you guys remember. Before we started doing the pod together, I remember we might even mention this on the pod. Whenever they're having a contract holdout with Zeke, I told him trade Zeke and get something for him. That's what they should have did. Anybody can run behind that offensive line. All of a sudden, Zeke pulled an Eric Dickerson. Now, people who don't know, Eric Dickerson left the Los Angeles Rams, leading rusher all time. Still, no one's beat his record. Okay, one of the best running backs of all time, Hall of Fame running back. He Los Angeles Rams didn't want to pay him. He left. He went to the Baltimore Colts. They paid him. Didn't produce since. Zeke, it looks like he's on the same path. He got paid and disappeared. He looks slower. He doesn't hit the hole with the same tenacity that he used to. He has no breakaway or burst speed. Okay, he looks like a totally different. I don't know if he's not into it. I don't want to say, oh, you know, he had to hold out. No, it's fucking game nine. He should be in the. He should be in football shape. At least by now, that's what I'm more for sure. A more so, real now era person that's happened that that happened to is Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley oh, got paid. Well, Todd Gurley got. But I mean, that was injury issues, thing. And that's injuries and, and stuff. I was that, I was thinking Demarco Murray, same kind of situation, but he was he had some injuries too. Well, Demarco Murray went to Tennessee and disappeared. I mean, that's what, any any good running back can run behind that offensive line. That's the best running offensive line in the league. Okay, so. That's why they I mean, heck, that Z. Pollard kid looked really good at the beginning, right? That's what I'm saying. In exactly. The so, so that's a great offensive line. Then Zeke was the reason they lost, but I don't want to blame Zeke. Zeke's the reason why I lost my fantasy football game, baby. I don't want to blame Zeke. I'm going to go ahead and blame the damn coaching. Mm. Uh, Jason Garrett, coach. Coach Clapp, as my man Skip Bayless would call him. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, they can't look for a team to come out. Look, every time the Cowboys come out, they they look lifeless. The defense, especially, but they look lifeless. Like like they have nothing with them. You know what I'm saying? Like they just don't want to play. They they get it in gear towards the second quarter. You can't do that against a good team like Minnesota. Minnesota has the same exact roster. That and the, de- the, the Cowboys defense didn't have. produce. The defense didn't really produce. Robert Quinn they only had one produce. sack. They didn't put at home on Sunday night football. The only person who produced on that Cowboys team was Dak Prescott. Him. The one that everyone wants to criticize and not pay. Well, him and the receivers. Him and the receivers. Well, he made some throws that I've never seen him make before. So as long as he keeps playing like that and they do some better play calling, I'm not worried. But then again, I am worried. They're five and four, and I know yeah. the house is gonna somehow do something. I believe because the Eagles are such a hot mess as well, they will make the playoffs. That's y'all saving close. grace. That's this Cowboys saving grace. Look, but I got to give you some props. No, I'm uh, go, finish it, finish it out, Julian, and then I'm gonna give you props. Look, when the Cowboys, when the Cowboys play at their best, full potential, good play calling and coaching, there's I can't think of a team that that can't compete with them. I believe they could beat any team, but they're never at that level because it's always something. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, I see it. You you make a great point, Schubert. I got to give you props, bro. You, I, even though. You don't like Kirk Cousins, and I don't like Kirk Cousins, but look, man, the Vikings, you picked them to make the playoffs, and they're winning. <laughs> yeah, man, let's roll back that tape when you guys were calling me <laughs> stupid for picking the Vikings to make playoffs. No, you picked the Vikings, not Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Cousins but, didn't but, do anything special but throw 10 it's, yards. It's he did not Dalvin, throw over 10 yards. He had 220. Well, okay, you're saying he, he dinked and dunked, but he had 220 yards, two touchdowns. Passes. Dalvin Cook is, is what's saving this. Like, Dalvin Cook is yes. doing amazing. Because Dalvin Cook's the man. He had yes, 97 he rushing yards, and then he's the he's the best running yards. back in the NFL right now. By far. you. You think By more than Christian Yes. 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 100. percent Easy. All right, for sure. Well, then, hey, man, your Vikings will keep that keep that notice going if they continue to win. I don't but, know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but you think they're making I mean, the playoffs though? Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. They got they only need two more wins, pretty much. They might not win their division though, because those Green Bay Packers. Are doing yeah, it. Packers looking good, but I mean, hey, you know they—they're at the same record right now. It could go either way. They both have a bye week this week. They have one more matchup, uh, week sixteen. Uh, that might mean something. No, it, it might. Let's uh, let's switch to the AFC real quick. Man, that game with the uh, the Chiefs was just a wild game. I think Tennessee kind of. I mean, they won, but I think Kansas City more so lost that game than Tennessee winning. I'm, I don't want to talk about that game. I want to ask y'all, because of the Chiefs' 6-4 and four record, you look at the AFC, Patriots obviously making the playoffs. Chiefs are 6-4. and four. Ravens are 7-2. and two. They're, they're making the playoffs. Texans are 6-3. and three, But then you have teams like the Bills, 6-3, and three, which I told y'all, playoff team. Raiders, 5-4. Mm. and four. Uh, Steelers, 5-4. and four. Colts, 5-4. and four. Is there a chance the Raiders make the playoffs? Yeah, Should Bills are making the playoffs, man. Ooh, but mm-hmm. no, the Raiders. The Raiders make the playoffs over the Bills. Yep, the so Ra- Raiders over the Bills, easy yeah. to me. Bills cannot score. They, like they really can't score at all. That problem scoring. They could. They could stop anyone, but they can't score. And if you make it that, if you make it to the playoffs, every team in the playoffs can at least score a little and stop somebody because you have to have a pretty good defense and offense to make the playoffs. Bills cannot score whatsoever, and they lost to the Browns. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills lost to Miami this this weekend. Oh, we're not surprised. So yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't really feel that highly on the Bills. The playoffs, the wild card for the AFC, really is hard to predict, though. 
I mean, there is a lot of teams vying for it. I mean, at this point, the Steelers are in the running right now, um, which I don't think any of us thought after Big Ben went out would be a possibility. So, But I really think that this weekend, the AFC Championship game is getting a preview when the Texans are playing the Ravens. Mm, interesting. Well, so you th- you got the Texans looking good. Texans six and three make the playoffs. So you got you think the you both think the Raiders make it. You don't think the Bills make it. Who's the second team you think makes it now? Now that Steelers. Team? Steelers. Okay. What about you, Julian? Steelers as well. No Colts. Mm. See, I guess. I, oh man. That's what I'm saying. The Raiders. Closer. Well, we said the Raiders. Yeah, we said the Raiders. The other team. I guess the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, that sounds – it's either the Steelers or the Bills, but because the Bills, I don't know how the rest of their schedule looks, but they are 6-3. and three. I, That's Maybe the Steelers, the- man. They got, a, they got a head coach. Mike Tomlin, people don't want to give him his credit. I mean, Mike Tomlin's doing a phenomenal job. All right, let's look at the Bills' record because they have uh, – they, they kind of have a tough schedule to finish out. They got the Dolphins, they got the Broncos, they got the Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, Jets. It's that Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, row of four. If they can win two of those, I think they go to the playoffs. You're right. No, no, I agree with that. That sounds, it, you know, that sounds good. That's how it looks. And if you look at the Colts' uh, record for the remaining of the season, the Colts have Titans, what, Bucks, Saints, what's their Panthers, Jazz. on Brissett? Uh, Brissett? I, I think he should be back. Next week. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was. Well, who do they play here. this week? They play well, no, the, he'll be back. No, he's out for this week. week. Yeah, he's, he's out, out for week. this week. He's back for the following week. That's what they. That's what if, if everything goes correct this week they, they play, play Jacksonville. So. Yeah, they play Jacksonville. That'll be an interesting. But game. that's Nick Foles coming back. Mm, so we shall see with that one. And let's see the Steelers' remaining schedule, just so we because we we're all pretty confident in the Raiders, which is interesting. The Steelers play Browns, Bengals, Browns, Cardinals, Bills, Jets, Ravens. That's well. Well, here's here's why I feel confident about the Raiders. The Raiders' remaining schedule: Bengals, Jets, Chiefs, Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, oh. Broncos. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> That's easy. So Raiders are making. I think, yeah, I think they're making it. Good for John Gruden, man. He, all those people were talking shit all summer. John Gruden got him one, baby. Same for same for you, Derek Carr. Good for you. I'm, I mean, look, I don't pull. Josh for him. Jacobs, man. <laughs> I want a jersey. Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is saving that team 100%. Just got to give John Gruden and uh, Mike Mayock their props because they got they handled that Antonio Brown situation and turned the team all the way around. We saw Kyle Allen get exposed for the first time against the, against the Panthers. Packers looking good. Uh, the offense, I'm st- look, I am still concerned about this Packers offense. Aaron Rodgers went 17 for 29, 233, no touchdowns. They're being saved by their defense in their running game, which, I mean, you can win, and then when that guy has to win you the games, it can work, but I just don't know if Matt LaFleur's calling good plays. I, I really don't know. Matt LaFleur? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I think they're they're fine. My, my hesitancy is that connection with Matt LaFleur and Rodgers. I mean, I think it's working. I, I just don't know about when we get to December, January, February, if they're going to be even in February, because I just don't know how this is going to carry over moving forward with like him being such a young head coach and everything and coming up against some, you know, Sean Payton and uh, uh, that's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I believe you know once you Maybe have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. Too. 
I believe and once I, you have Aaron Rodgers um, deep in the playoffs, fourth quarter. He takes over? He, he could take over. I'm, I'm not worried about them and Matt LaFleur's play call. As long as they run the ball up the throat, which they do very well, and own the time of possession, they can win games. I mean, the games that they did lose, they lost to the Eagles. I mean, look, that's a game that they lost. I mean, which and the Chiefs, that's just a bad game. So, I'm wait, just, they didn't lose to the Chiefs, did they? I'm just saying that the uh, uh, they lost to they be, the they beat Chiefs. They lost. They lost to the Chargers. Eagles and the char. Yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, they they didn't even play the Chiefs. No, they did. They beat them. Okay. Yeah. No, my thing is just look. I'm that's something I'm keeping an eye on in terms of Matt Lafleur. I still don't see them clicking right away. They're just lucky that that run game, like Julian and Schubert both said, that run game is really good and that defense is the real deal. If that continues, I mean, the Ravens showed you can win Super Bowls off of that. And Aaron Rodgers, like Julian said, I don't bet against him when in playoff fourth quarter. It's him take over. But I just don't know if the play calling offensively that's not the run game will be great. It'll have to be a lot of audibles, and I, I just don't know. We shall see. But and Kyle got exposed. Cam Newton's talking about I want to go to the Bears. Do you think Cam Newton would work on the Bears, either of you guys? It works better than Trubisky. Yeah. yeah. Anything's better than Trubisky. Yeah, no, true, true, true. Man, I, still think I, just, that, I still think they need to focus on getting one of the rookies. I think they could get Tua. My thing is with with Two the Panthers. Two is on first, probably. Two, it's, if it's if it's the Bengals, I doubt it. But if it's anyone else but the Bengals, then yes. But if the Bengals pick first, they they're gonna take Joe. Yeah, they, they got to. They look like they are. Mm. But my thing with the Panthers, the, their is, fans would buy into it so hard. I think they buy into Tua too. But I mean, like they would buy so hard into Joe Burrow. I, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just saying my thing with the Panthers and the whole Cam Newton situation is. If you look before Cam's injury, he was having MVP like numbers. He was he was balling. Like, why not give this guy a shot to get healthy? But it just seems like they want to move on. I just well, think right that's that's gonna be an idiotic time, move. Right now is the perfect time to move on because this quarterback, I mean, this draft class is so stacked with quarterbacks that it's just a time. So I don't blame them for moving and on. And even the next year's deal. too. Yeah, so but uh was gonna say they have too many quarterbacks to choose from. We might as well just restart because you, you can't really trust Cam's health. I hope he gets better. I don't really trust it, but the LA Chargers or the Chicago Bears or even the Tennessee Titans seem like a perfect fit for Cam. I'm liking the Chargers more and more. I'm liking the Chargers more and more because he fits LA with fitness. He person. really does. And that's a team that needs some a star, some person, a star, and they would get it with him. Oh man, they they would sell some tickets. People like the- Cam. And that would give that would give Jared Goff and the Rams a lot of run for their money with star power because I mean, <laughs> Jared Goff's no star, bro. Like that's all I'm saying. No, garbage. Yeah, exactly. So we're all on the same page with that. All right, let's jump to the games of the week that people should expect or be be on the lookout for, and let's give our picks. Schubert, start us off with the first game: Texans Ravens. And you're picking the Texans, huh? I'm picking the Ravens. Oh, you're picking the Ravens. Okay, yeah, I'm going with the Ravens as well. Julian, who you got? Saints, Buccaneers, because I said oh, they no, would so split who you got, one. Who you got in the Texans-Ravens? Oh. It's in Baltimore, if that means Man, anything. It's in Baltimore? Yeah. Ravens. I got the Ravens. Because cool. it's in Baltimore. That's why. That's the only going to be a close game. It will be. It'll be a good game. Now you can move on with your Saints-Buccaneers. I was going to say Saints-Buccaneers because we chose – Around the, po- I remember saying the podcast a long time ago. They're gonna split one with the Bucks, so they they won the first one with the Bucks. Okay, 
They, I think they're gonna split with the with the Bucks. The Bucks don't have a problem scoring. They can't stop anyone, and Jameis Winston will throw an interception. So that that's automatically on that. But they don't have a problem scoring. So you know, Drew Brees is gonna have to. If if the Saints play, if the offense plays the game that that they can play a good game, you know, with barely any mistakes, they should win no problem. But I, I don't know. You can't tell mm-hmm. with the Saints. You picking the Bucks? All right, I'm going with the Saints, man. We're not gonna lose to the Oh no, Bucks. no, no, no! I'm picking. I'm picking the Saints. I'm picking oh. the Saints. But it wouldn't surprise me. That's all I gotta say. You know what I'm hoping for, anyways. I'm hoping for a quarterback controversy. Ooh, I would love that. Shoot, who you got in that game? Um, I mean, I was really strongly leaning to Tampa Bay if it wasn't if if last week didn't happen. Like That's if last week would have been. A, fa- a winner for the Falcons that I would have been like, it's a lock. They're losing to Tampa Bay this weekend. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going to go with New Orleans this week, but I, I really iffy because I mean, I don't know how much better Alvin Kamara is going to be. And I don't know. I've, I, it, it just doesn't look right, but I don't All think right. it's, I, I don't think it's a Bridgewater issue. You know, I don't think it's like a, they need Bridgewater thing. I just think it's just like not clicking right now. All right, we shall see. I got the Saints winning that game. Uh, my game of the week, look, the rest of the games are kind of booty. Chiefs playing Chargers, Patriots-Eagles. Those games aren't interesting. Like, yeah, maybe the Patriots-Eagles game is going to be interesting, but I'm more intrigued in the Cowboys. What do they do against the 3-5-1 and five and one Lions? That's the game I'm looking for. Can Zeke bounce back? Will Dak play well? The Cowboys need a win. They need a win, especially with the Eagles sitting at 5-4 and four as well. This is a close thing. I'm looking at that NFC East matchup very closely. I have the Lions winning at home. Oh, and the Cowboys it. are in free fall. Oh, stop it. <laughs> just stop it. I'm, what, you trying to get some ratings for this show or something? Just I'm stop just, it. I'm just saying. The Lions defense, the Lions you can run through them. You can winning. run through them. Watch when the black swan you can't pass on him. You can run through him though. Watch next week when we come back and I say Black Swami was right. Line, I'm just I look, Lions beating the Cowboys. It was a bad week last week, and I don't think they don't back. You, you want a real upset? Miami's definitely gonna beat Buffalo. Mark it, count it. It's happening. <laughs> All right, Julie, you got All right. a upset you think is gonna happen? No, I can't think of any upsets. Uh I think the Patriots are gonna beat the Eagles. Um, I really can't think of any upsets. No, you guys awful. think that Pittsburgh beats Cleveland in the game that's going on as probably people are listening? Ooh. Here's the thing. If if Pittsburgh – if Cleveland could win that game easy yeah, and they're favored to win, but the rest of Cleveland's schedule is, is a breeze. So they could – I'm not putting any faith in Cleveland, but if they did everything right, they could they, make they the wild Yeah. <laughs> Go bake. Uh, I, look, Cleveland win that game. I'm, I'm pulling for. I got Cleveland line. B- Baker Raiders. needs to stop, you know, bitching at his fans, bro. <laughs> look, that's how he's always They've been through enough. They've been through <laughs> enough. To, they don't need to get antagonized by their own quarterback. Look, shut the hell up, my guy. Trying to throw some passes. <laughs> no, he ain't. He's trying to talk. <laughs> he's trying to talk and shave his mustache. Chill out, chill out. He's not shaving he's, mustache. He's just, he's just jealous that he couldn't pull it off like Garner Minshew. Chill out, chill out. All right, that's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. Garner Minshew's got a better record than him. <laughs> Look at you. This so- is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
I'm still going on about this. Bake gonna come out next week with the dub. I, I believe in him, but Jesus, these past couple of weeks have been heartbreak for people who pull for Baker and Odell Beckham. But Julian, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Follow me on social media at Juju Nav, J U J U N A V. Find me on Twitter. Come argue with me. I love a good uh I love something to argue about. <laughs> <laughs> Schubert, tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me at hschubert14 on Twitter and Instagram. And there's a lot of bros who binge content out that came out this week. We inter- we reviewed Mandalorian. Uh, and then in the normal episode, we interviewed, or not interviewed, but we did, uh, we reviewed Watchmen, Titans, Always Sunny. Had a big pitching match. And His Dark Materials. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. And then we had a huge pitch match between Jake Madison and Schmidt Dua. Big facts. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me at LimBWT on Twitter. Follow Bros You Think at Bros You Think. Be sure to check out the latest episode of Anime Talk. If you want a good preview for the LSU Ole Miss game, check out Primetime. Next week, Bros You Think fans, I think I got something special for y'all. Look, I don't like to talk about things beforehand, so I'm not going to say anything. I just think... I got something special for y'all. That's all you guys need to know. You'll know once it's done. Trust me, I'll make the announcement as soon as it happens. But if everything goes according to plan, you guys will have a very, something very special next Thursday. So be on the lookout could you for say, that. Could you, could you say it would make them very joyful? Chill out, Schubert. Calm down, bro. That's you. You clown. What are you talking bro. about, bro? Just, just chill out. I like. I I know what you mean by saying that. So just chill out. Just chill out. We out here. But oh uh, yeah, man. That's all the time we have this week. You guys be. Enjoy your weekend. Stay warm because it's cold out amongst a lot of parts of the country right now, wherever you're listening to. And just be sure to tune back next Thursday. But for Julian, for Doom, for Schubert, my name is Lennon. You guys have a great, great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Peace.